Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the Game Groups Podcast, the all-encompassing weekly gaming podcast from us, the Good Night Groups. My name is Matt. Today, I'm joined by Mike, Josh, and Paul, and we're just going to get right into this bad boy here. Instead of just asking you all, you all guys how you're doing this week, I want to ask you what your peak of the week was. All right, Josh, what was your peak of the week? What was the best thing that happened to you this week? Uh, who's ready for a cop out answer, baby? It's me. It's your boy. Uh, the Florida Gators. Work didn't uh, suck. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was your actually, typical. Uh, the Florida Gators won their season opener. Uh, so go Gators. Nice. Uh, big big opponent this past week. Florida Atlantic. You know, big big money wins here. Uh, maybe we can carry that into uh, our game game this weekend. We should, or I'm going to be really upset next week. Little tip for the fans at home that uh, they call them the Florida Gators because there's a lot of alligators in the state of Florida. Oh, is that why? Kinda this is very true. <laughs> <Kinda interesting. laughs> for those of you at home. Why do they call them Michigan Wolverines, son? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of Wolverines. Oh, we're going to get to that later. There are. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are going to be getting to Wolverine nice a little segue. bit later, actually. Nice segue, nice segue. <laughs> Mike, what was the best thing that happened to you this week? Uh, I mean, you guys were there for it. PlayStation Showcase, duh. Yeah. Do I need to say more? No, because we're going to talk about <laughs> it. Because we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be, it's going to be a big part of the show. Paul, similar answer or something different? You know what? Um, I did have a different, that is a good thing. I think that actually probably was the thing I was most hyped for this week that has not already occurred, but I will say, or that did occur already, sorry. Um, but I will say I did end up like binging a comic today that was really cool. Ooh. Um, I, they updated Marvel Unlimited and I am a Marvel Unlimited subscriber. Uh, and uh, I just recently found this comic because uh, I was searching, but they can search by artist now. And I searched by Mark Bagley, who did a lot of the Ultimate Spider-Man art that I really, really liked. And he actually worked on a comic uh, that came out in 2019 that was uh, called Peter uh, Spider-Man Life Story. And it was basically like starting Peter Parker in the 60s in the classic story. And then it goes through the decades and everyone in Marvel ages. They don't just like stay the same oh, age like cool. they do normally. And it was like a six episode or sorry, six, uh, six book run. Uh, so it was pretty contained and I was able to read it all in the morning and it was fucking awesome. It was so good. Like they kind of t like in the seventies, like in like the eighties and nineties, they kind of like hit on different stories that were popular during that decade, but like as if, but with the caveat that like everyone ages and things change a little bit. And, uh, it was awesome. I love stories like that. I like uh, standalone contained Spider-Man stories, I like, like Spider-Man blue and stuff. And I also really like, uh, when they do stuff like that, like make characters age in comics just as like a novelty. Cause I know it's like something that doesn't typically happen. So. Uh, anyway, that was a, a bit of a peak of the week for me because it was really good and actually made me feel like I'm probably going to get back into reading some more comics again uh, soon because I've been kind of in a few weeks where I haven't really touched them. Nice. That's awesome. I love that you can search by artist. That's really cool. And they just added that. It was a really great new uh, addition. That you can search by artist. You can search by character and like have that set up as like a thing. So when new things come up with that character or that artist, it'll tell you. Um, and another cool thing, this is not sponsored by Marvel Unlimited, but I will say <laughs> they started coming out with specific comics now for mobile, which is pretty cool. Whoa. Like vertical. They're, they, they have the smart panel thing where, you, where it kind of like takes the panels mm -hmm. and moves them around, which is cool. But this is actually comics that are specifically made for the vertical thing. Um, but the problem is they did come up with a ton of them. So they're clearly into this, but 
but they're short. We're like talking maybe a minute or two to read them. Oh. Um, they're mostly origins for all the main characters that you could think of. So it's kind of like going through Spider-Man's origin again, going through Spider-Gwen's origin, you know, and lots of other characters, you know, Captain America, whatever, whatever. Um, but clearly they are planning to do a lot more. And I think this is going to be something that they're going to build on to kind of reintegrate and get people, you know, newcomers to comics uh, to get into comics through Marvel Unlimited with this kind of vertical panel setup. So we'll see how that goes. But it was it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it seems like a like a test more than anything. Yeah. yeah. What's it? What does uh, Marvel Unlimited cost these days? Um, well, I'm in Canada, so I think it's about ten bucks. Here it's twelve. Here it's thirteen dollars a month. So I'm assuming it's probably ten bucks uh, U.S. Uh, which I think is pretty pretty reasonable. You get access to pretty much like a huge deep catalog, um, with the one real caveat that everything's three months behind. Um, like paper uh, stuff coming out. So, you know, if you want to read like the cutting edge of what's new coming out, not probably for you if you're a big like uh, go to the shop every week, but otherwise it's pretty great. Every other year I have like, I have a period of time where I'm like, I want to want to get back into comics a little bit. Yeah. It can never, I'm never like held on to it for, for, for too long, but yeah, um, I do enjoy it every once in a what was your peak of the week? Yeah, my peak of the week. Same as same as Mike. It was the PlayStation Showcase. A little yeah. combination of PlayStation Showcase. Uh, there was a mention of the Michigan Wolverines. There was a mention of Marvel Comics. It's, it's a, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, the, the, a specific moment in the PlayStation Showcase was really my peak of the week Death more Loop. than anything else. Yes, Loop, yes, right? yes. Yeah. Uh, another another <laughs> look at Deathloop a couple days before it comes out, of course. <laughs> can never be too hyped. Can never be too hyped, Matt. Although I will say that... That was a that was a good look at Deathloop. I, I don't want to get it into it, but but it was it was nice well, seeing. A I little, mean, we are about different. to get into it. Right. Well, yeah, here we go. All right, trending topics. In trending topics, I give our panelists a choice between three search terms. They have to tell me which term they think got the most searches over the last seven days via stats from Google Trends. We'll play three quick rounds here. All right, first round: Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, or Ratchet and Clank. I'm going with Crash. Why not? I feel like Crash makes sense, but I also feel like Ratchet and Clank still just recently came out, so I'm going to go Ratchet and Clank. I'm going Ratchet and Clank. It was Spyro. Uh, we all suck, boys. <laughs> People are like trying to get some mint-conditioned Skylanders out here. They were all very close. Crash and Ratchet were tied, and then Spyro was just a little bit higher. Okay. Round two. All right. Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing, or Harvest Moon? Stardew Stardew. Stardew, yeah. Animal Crossing. Okay. My second. That makes sense. Nothing has happened with Animal Crossing. It's just existing. It's the Ratchet and Clank logic here where we're like, maybe it's just it's just Animal Crossing. People are just hyped for it. Remember that Animal Crossing sold like 35 million copies. Exactly. People are still searching it just to like they're just searching Animal Crossing to go look up guides for different things. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. In the final Animal round. Crossing Rule 34, Tom Nook's no. I was going to oh, say. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's go. Jot that one down on the old notebook here. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Nook book. All right. <laughs> round three. Atari, Sega, or Mattel? What? <laughs> what are we looking up? What, what? dinosaurs there are? Sega. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. Sega. I'm, I'm just for the memes. Like, go, go, Barbie. Go, Mattel. I'll be different and make sure there's a winner, Atari. It was Sega. Uh, Monkey, ball. Monkey, Monkey Ball, baby. Monkey Ball. Oh, sorry, yeah. you mean Cat Ball. No, no, no. Console Ball. Genesis does yeah. what Nintendo <laughs> don't, boys. Genesis Ball. 
Yeah, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Now, uh, new characters are literal consoles. <laughs> literal Dreamcast. So, you ever, like, ever want to play as a console? Did you ever <laughs> want a chance to play the Sega Saturn? Well, you can't play it, but you can play as it. These motherfuckers have <laughs> given up. They're just like, what's something we can implement that um, we don't have to animate? We're done. We spent our li- <laughs> we spent our licensing budget on like dumb shit from Persona. Now we're. They're just, just putting like literal JPEGs inside yeah. the balls. <laughs> what do we have left that we can use? Yeah, literal JPEGs. Oh my god! All right, guys, let's move on to the big question because we got a big discussion here today. All right, we yeah. all just watched the PlayStation Showcase a little while ago. Today's PlayStation Showcase was jam packed with a ton of great game announcements and new reveals. So we're just gonna get right into it. The question instead of a normal big question today, my question is just, what did you think of the show? First, like, let's get some general impressions of the show overall, and then we'll go through game by game to hear what everyone thought about everything. I'll give my my impressions first, just my general thoughts. I'm really happy that we got a show like this. It's been a while since we had a show that was just punch after punch. I do think during E3, Xbox had a good show, but yeah. it's been a while since it was just like every single thing was interesting. Even if it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, it was at least interesting. Like, for example, like Project Eve, which we'll talk about, like probably not a game I'm ever going to play, but there was stuff to talk about. It was interesting. I'm just so happy that we had a show like this. And I feel like the last time we did was PlayStation PlayStation show last year. But even then, that one, they spent too much time on Grand Theft Auto Five and stuff like that. And they they touched on it this year today too (laughs) luckily it was very brief any amount of time on grand theft auto 5 in 2021 is too much time agreed just stop correct (laughs) let it die paul what are your general thoughts on on the show as a as a whole yeah so i won't go too i i won't go too long because i'm excited to do this game by game talk i'm so excited um but i will say uh the show blew me away uh i don't want to be over hype man here but i just thought it was awesome uh i i listened to the game groups you guys did while i was gone a couple weeks ago talking about how like you know shows haven't had that hype feeling for a while and this had that hype feeling for me in 40 minutes with like really yeah. no hosting uh and like we some it wasn't even like we'd seen some stuff before and still all of it was cool even the stuff they showed us from games we'd already seen the death loop stuff we can joke about you know death loops about to come out and we've seen death death loop ad nauseum but like what they showed from death loop was like a different vibe to it it, mm-hmm. it felt a little more fleshed out it, it showed me parts of the game that made me even more excited for it than i originally was um, not to get in game by game, but I'm just saying like they they really nailed it, uh, and I just came away feeling really really excited in a way that even that Xbox event, which I didn't you know I didn't I liked a lot, um, was probably my favorite event this year so far. Uh, it totally totally blew it out of the water. And last, I was just gonna say about this is that yeah, 40 minutes. I thought there's no way this is gonna be like there'll be a couple things that'll really be interesting and maybe be like a cool game. It's like the Gamescom event made me think, and that was like two hours and still. You know, I barely came away with like one announcement that really blew me away. So this this was beyond expectations. Really, really, really great. Really great. I'm I mean, gonna. It made me buy. It made me want to buy a PS5, and I didn't want to buy a PS5 at all before. Yep. I am glad that you touched on on Deathloop a little bit because it's one of the three games that I, that we're just not covering here. <laughs> we're not going over Deathloop, Gran Turismo Seven, or uh, the GTA stuff. GTA stuff. Why not? <laughs> oh, wow, there's so much they're adding. Let it die. New textures. All right, Mike, what were your general overall overall thoughts for the show? I thought it was good. I mean, you guys kind of hit on it. Uh, it seems like they, you know, took a cue off of Xbox and just went for game trailer after game trailer. So that's always good. As far as, uh, you know, 
content wise, I thought it was the first half was rough for me. I was like, okay, these are cool new things, but I don't know much about them. And we're just hiding the, the uh, amazing shit at the end, which they delivered and then some, but um, yeah, I, it was good. I, I'm not going to sit yeah, here and yeah. say that wasn't. It, it wasn't 40 I, nonstop minutes. I would have to. We, I'll get more into it when yeah. we go game by game. Yep. I, I do. My, my mellow reaction to it. I, I love that they just go trailer to trailer to trailer. And I also really appreciate. I think that this show really showed us that we don't need world premiere before every trailer. We're going to recognize it when we're seeing the trailer and we realize this, we haven't seen this before. So especially when they use it on, they use different versions of it. They said world premiere or different premiere. They, they changed right. some of the title. So that everything had some version of the dude's deep voice over it in the Xbox stuff before. And it's like, okay, like some of this is stuff we've seen already. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, I was also just going to really quickly interject and just say that um, you guys talking about trailer after trailer, maybe go, you know, it makes sense for them too now, especially more than ever, more than Xbox. Cause they don't have that cult of personality. They don't have anyone there yeah. that like really grabs, they don't have that Phil Spencer or that person who's like really uh, in it. And so I think that was smart. Although Herman Holst actually had some good yeah. presence in the show. Yeah, he's uh, been he's been good in filling that role a little bit. More so than Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan's more just, than Jim just Ryan. not a whole lot going on there. He's just a, a corporate <laughs> exact guy. He seems like he seems like great at what he's going on, but he's very behind the desk. Like Herman Holst is the guy who's actually worked on games, you know. Yeah. So, Josh, what it about seems you? Like he's actually he seems like he actually played a game, maybe. Right, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm a little cut up with Mike. There, there were like maybe one or two hits sprinkled at the beginning, but yeah, at basically like they pulled the the old Sony dick out and just started just like lay it on the table basically for the last half of the show. And I, I love just the trailer after trailer. As much as I love Phil Spencer and like getting hyped up for an Xbox show, uh, and I think it works for them. You know, sans the whole world premiere bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that it's it's a it's a good fit for Sony because that's all they need. Like Sony has some of the best games on the market, and they speak for themselves. So just let them do the talking instead of trying to you know hype them up. But yeah, I'm, I'm there, there's a there's a few games in here. I, I guess wrapping up on this, I gotta say, uh, was I excited to get a PS5 before this? I was just kind of like, oh, eventually I'll get it. After this, I'm like, well, shit. I <laughs> guess I'm gonna have to get one. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, it did its job for me at least. All right, so we're going to go through these games, and th there are specific people in, in this group here that I might, I might throw it to you and, and get your thoughts first you know, for specific things. But uh, other than that, I'm just going to kind of blurt out the game, and if anyone's got some thoughts, they can, they can go for it first. But first, I'm, I want to kick our very first one here to Mike. Mike, tell me your thoughts on the Knights of the Old Republic remake. It's awesome in the sense that it's being made i'm very worried that they're calling it a remake i'm extremely worried that it's a brand new studio that i don't really know of uh doing it um what made kotor great the first time what was the story behind it um yeah they wrote a very good story they executed it very well etc cetera, etc cetera. um but I'm nervous. <laughs> um, I'm about as nervous as when Dragon Age Origins was getting a sequel and then Dragon Age 2 was getting a sequel. It's that level of, are they going to do the game correctly in the sense of keeping the same uh, story-driven? 
for, <laughs> audio, Jesus, by the for way. audio listeners, Paul's screen just got really bright. I was messing with my lighting. Um, keeping that narrative-driven RPG is like, it's important. And I don't want it to go the ways of, especially not Dragon Age 2. That would be really tragic. But mm-hmm. again, seeing that's actually announced, seeing Darth Revan seems cool. I'm excited. I want to see more. I don't want to see just lightsaber lights up and that's it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, show me yeah. more. And they were very um, specific in saying too the like worried. Yeah. And they were very specific in saying, hey, before we even Matt and I were joking about this on the stream, before we show it'll be a while before we show any more yet. And it's like more, you've showed nothing so far. You showed like a cinematic right. um that like <laughs> you can you can make a character. Um, yeah, of a character. Literally. Well, the character. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I never played the original, so I am kind of excited. I know it's been like ported to everything. It was ported to mobile. I'm pretty sure Aspire, yep. the team who's developing this, is yep. the one who ported it to mobile. So I am cautiously optimistic. Like Mike mentioned, this is like the first major pro- uh, project for this team. And I think the good thing is that it's they're not like creating their own Star Wars game. They at least have something to go off of. They have an outline to follow. They have blueprints for this thing. You know, it's not a remaster. It's a remake, which means that they can go off the track a little bit. And we'll mm-hmm. have to see how that goes. But I am cautiously optimistic. Josh, what are you thinking? I, I'm in the same boat. I'm cautiously optimistic because I've always wanted to play it. Unfortunately, yeah. I have had uh, one of the big story points uh, spoiled for me. So oh. I'm wondering if there's really any even like a point of me doing it. I, you know, maybe we'll see what the gameplay is like. Um, yes, it is. I okay. mean, it's not about the it's not about the the ending. It's about the journey. You know? About the yeah. journey. It's yeah, any of these about games. the journey. If you got Fallout 4 endings spoiled for you, it doesn't make the story any less good. Well, I mean, that... Well, it doesn't improve the story. (laughs) It won't get any better or worse, you know? That's fair, too. I mean, look, there's not a mining facility at the beginning of this game, so they got that going forward, at least. Uh, But (laughs) real talk, I am am looking forward to it. Uh, Them having done a mobile game first, uh, I mean, it is just a mobile remake of this, so remaster this. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was not straightforward, basically. It's a port. So, I mean, I really can't gauge much from that. So maybe they'll do great, but it's it's honestly like, even if they change a lot of shit from the regular game to the remake, it's like, I'm not going to know the difference because I've played probably like 30 minutes of the first KOTOR and that game has not aged well. Um, yeah, I, I've played about five hours of the first KOTOR. Uh, I played it about three years ago or so. I really wanted to get into it on Steam. I played it. Uh, you know, I really liked the story at the beginning. I was having fun, but just the, the cities, the things that are supposed to feel so expansive, I feel like not having that nostalgia of having played it when I was younger. I'm sure, I'm sure if I had played it younger and then came back to it, um, like probably like Mike, your experiences, you could probably come back to it now if you played it younger and then it would still be good because you have like different connotations. I like, don't know that it would still be yeah. good if I came back to it. But there'd be, there'd be, it might, you might like it more than I would like it coming from. Well, never yeah, I'd be more familiar right. with it. Um, but I liked what I saw, and I just honestly, the, at certain points, the combat just got too janky and bogged down and 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 stiff in a way that I just it wasn't for me. Um, that would be so the biggest change. That was it. I, I would, if I could have made the combat a little smoother, and then that I would have just kind of 
plowed through the game on an easy mode to experience the story but i just found it too miserable to use that i didn't want to do it yeah the, um, the, the problem is that it's a it's an old game that has a combat system that has been iterated on many times yeah at this point. it's also a combat system made even in modern games i hate <laughs> i hate like pause team combat that drives me fucking crazy um so doing a bad like an old version of that is like yeah. make, make the combat almost dragon agey in like in a way yeah. and i'd probably fuck with it more like because you can pause dragon age if you want to or you, you can just play real time that's that's the thing yeah and this, and like, I, felt like I, you really I had to and i fuck with that it. easy yeah but which dragon I, age uh i've done the first one and inquisition i so two which was dragon age two was trash and not not origins the best one <laughs> So I will say Aspire has done a shit ton of ports. They're mostly, they were, they were founded to port games to Mac OS. And then since then it's, they've been doing a lot of switch stuff, uh, Linux, uh, more Mac mobile. So they have experience with major titles. They just haven't done a, you know, their own remake before let's so. be honest too i feel like the reason this is they're, they're, the re- part of the reason this is getting made i feel like it's because they can get someone cheap like aspire to yeah, make it probably so mm-hmm. you know what honestly like good good for them let's see them like what they can do making a remake i feel like if it weren't them it weren't gonna it wasn't probably gonna get made anyway so let's just like see what we get and hopefully it's great <laughs> i i want to follow that up i'm kind of confused as to i don't know i don't know the history of the rights to this game like why did why Obsidian did Obsidian lose rights to this game? Uh, I think Lucas Arts owns the rights to the game. They owned the rights to it. They just had Obsidian develop it. Yeah, and then they're like, "Screw you, Obsidian!" It's like, oh, as everyone well. seems to do with Obsidian. Typically, <laughs> thanks for the great game. Now, fuck you. Thank, <laughs> thanks for the great story. You guys are really good at story-driven games. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next game was Project Eve. Now, I, I'll give my impressions here real quick. I thought Project Eve, in my notes, I wrote shiny outfit. Uh, the character wore a very shiny, very tight outfit. But the game looked, the game looked great, like visually, graphically, like very high fidelity uh, enemies and environments and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's for me, but the combat did look cool. I don't know if I'm ever going to play this game, but it could be one of those things that you know, it comes out and it's got a huge following because it is just a really good game. Might not have the greatest story, but it might just play really well. I could totally see that happening. I could also see it coming out and just being forgotten. Yep. Oh, yeah. Anyone else have uh, thoughts on this? You know, I, I feel uh, good. Bayonetta Dark Souls, that was all, you know, I think it looks polished. The graphics look great. The hair, the monsters, everything looks great. Yeah, uh, but I, it's just, those are games I'll never play. So this is, once again, something I'll never play. And that that's where it hit right with me is this actually doesn't feel as Dark Soulsy to me. This feels more like uh, Bayonetta near Automata. More to I agree. I, I, I felt the character was near. Um, I just feel more like the, the monsters, more I watched it. the monsters look like some of the bosses. Had real, it, like, they're definitely like Eldritch, Eldritch gothic like yeah. 100%. I agree with you there. The monsters that's are it. very that's the only Soulsy in style. Yeah. I, but I mean, it's it's like anime for me. I'm yeah. sure the music is going to be good just based on the little yeah. bit we heard. Like that's enough for me to get into it. But but as far as it being a potentially forgettable game, I could very well see this being like one of those games where people are like, "Yeah, did you did you play that game? Like like the like Code Vein? Like yeah. that happened once? Yeah." Like, <laughs> I don't know. I I I'm looking forward to it, but it is a, is it a sixty dollar game for me? I mean, unless the reviews are just crazy, like probably not. This is like a wait for a sale or PS Plus or something. You know, it's it's being 
developed by Shift Up Corporation. I've never heard of them before. So I a little bit worried about this game. Mike, <laughs> Mike, do you have any thoughts or are we moving on? It's always bad when they have project um, in the title. That's a good point. A lot of project games aren't really good. Um, yeah. But Fuck. I think this was like the first game during this the showcase where I was just like, hmm. And, and I had that kind of questioning in my head about where we were going because it felt like, and I'm going to say this also kind of for Forspoken, um, though Forspoken looks like a better game than this does. Um, Watch where you tread lightly, fucker. I, I know. <laughs> it felt like... It felt like, let's show all the pretty shiny things that we can do, but not show any, like, hey, this is good-feeling gameplay. It felt a lot like... It felt uh, tested, Godfall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we first saw Godfall, it felt like, yeah. oh, this is beautiful, beautiful combat. Oh, wait, the combat feels like shit. So... I'm very nervous. I, I don't think this is going to really go anywhere. I doubt I'll play it. I definitely won't buy it for $70. Um, but yeah, like I said in the comments during it, it looked very Ninja Gaiden yep. mixed with maybe some Nier Automata. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It it was interesting, but I, I won't play it. <laughs> All right. The next Unless game. it's like amazing. <laughs> the next game... Um... I don't know how to pronounce this exactly, but it's T-C-H-I-A, so maybe Chia or something like that. Um, this was the sort of cartoony, uh, you're playing as, as You play kids. a ukulele. You play a ukulele, you can turn into various animals. Uh, at the end, it said it's based on New Caledonia, as Mike said in the uh, during the Twitch stream, something along the lines of probably like... Um, local myths or legends yep. fables that sort of thing and uh it was also mentioned that this is basically mario odyssey with animals and it looks really cute i don't know if it, i'm gonna play it but it looks really cute and it looks like it could be a bargain price game which might make it more enticing paul what are your thoughts on this one uh, i'm here for it i'm hyped i'm ready i remember during the stream they started playing a ukulele and you were like i knew it's fucking the second that was gonna happen you'd be into it and i was like yes yeah i am into it well just, you can pick all these chords you can actually like play notes that's so fun is like even just like as a little aside thing to do for for flavor as soon as you can start turning into the animals the graphics are impressive like they're they're stylized and cartoony on the characters in the right moments but also kind of like really beautiful in, in how they work in the landscapes um it just it kind of reminds me of and this is not a, a fair comparison but just like i don't know i'm imagining like the journey you go on and like what remains of edith finch or something like that this kind of like indie journey where you're where you're out and you're and, and you change into there's parts in that game like where you can change into animals and and kind of go on these little journeys and i'm, I'm just imagining kind of something where you're like in this world and you're having these little journeys and you're and you're experiencing things and you're you're acting mundane scenarios like playing a guitar i don't know I, I could go on forever just describe what's in the trailer but this will be a purchase for me i think uh if it continues to look like how it looks uh i just love cutesy slice of life shit like this any other thoughts on this one it's it's like not really no it's it's one of those games that i might think of downloading if it comes to ps plus play it for three minutes and then probably uninstall it yeah. would be a really good ps plus <laughs> uh, game. it's it's such an yeah. i feel like it's a niche game for sure I yeah, got like yeah. weird hat and time vibes at some point during the presentation, which is why I said this seems like a Mac game. Um, but mm, okay, I don't know. 
it looks good. Yeah, it's weird because what it is. It didn't look very platformery. It looked like adventure, but you know the the turning into animals you would think would be a platformer mechanic. You know, using different animal abilities like I don't know, turn into a rabbit, you can jump high or whatever. Something you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Turning into the seagull was really cool because all of a sudden you're flying around the world. Yeah, I, don't... I see the dog digging and stuff too. It makes me think of like the Sea of Thieves kind of gameplay loop, where it's more about adventure, digging, like like uncovering things, and like moving in this like tropical island space. I really got Sea of Thieves vibes from it a little bit, in the yeah. sense of like it's made to be like a fun game and unnecessarily like stuff happens a lot game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, moving on, we have Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. This is the D and D based Borderlands game, essentially. Um, to me, it looks more appealing than Borderlands ever did. I could never get into Borderlands. The specific, you know, aesthetic and like attitude of Borderlands was never something that I could really get into. And it was also early on in the the looter shooter existence, and it had, didn't quite have a footing for me yet. But this, I mean, visually looks absolutely stunning. And yeah. I think it's just sort of a vibe and an aesthetic that I, that appeals to me a little bit more than Borderlands. What uh, what about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I came away from... I remember seeing it earlier and I was talking about it on replay and just kind of feeling like this isn't anything that's like super grabbing to me. The name really threw me off. I was kind of like, what is this? Seems kind of like a, a bad spinoff. Uh, seeing this, though, I agree. I never really fully got into Borderlands, although we did try to play it together. Um, I, I think that cel-shaded, like, comic look in borderlands i feel like maybe it was just a little too low res at the time or it wasn't quite at what it should be to like really give the effect it gives in, in tiny tina's wonderland i know they're going for the exact same effect but something about like the depth of field and things you can see with the graphical fidelity they have on the the next gen systems it really looks great uh and i love all the tabletop aspects so like there's they're really leaning into like rping i don't know how it's going to work in that sense but there seems to be like a strange overworld where you're like smaller characters going on adventure and kind of like acting things out but then you go into like action modes i'm really unclear of what it's going to be but um i think this will be something probably i won't pick up on day one but when this goes on like a steam sale or goes on sale on you know playstation or something at some point i think we'll you know me and you and some friends or something will pick us up and like play it for a couple weeks yeah i think that pretty much summed up some of my thoughts i'm, I'm like i'm kind of just tired of the, the borderlands aesthetic honestly I think it's tired and played out, and the world too. I, I mean, I, I'm also admittedly biased. I just don't really like Borderlands that much. I've tried multiple times with one, two, and three, and you know, I think I kind of get the appeal. It's just not for me. But I will say the like D and D tabletop aspects of this, all the Borderlands stuff aside, actually looked pretty neat. Like, like I don't know, like I said, I don't know how they're almost going to do like the metaverse or however they're going to work all that out. But that to me was kind of what stood out, at least as maybe, okay, maybe if the reviews come out, this game's looking pretty solid, pretty fun with like, you know, a good group of friends, you know, pick it up on, like you said, Steam Cell, PlayStation Cell, and maybe it'll be one of those that's a little more worth it in that regard. But I just, I'm so tired of the Borderlands aesthetic. There were a couple like cringy little like Borderlands jokes, just like Tiny Tina's entire vibe, specifically <laughs> Tiny Tina herself. And I'm just like, Oh, like now I remember it, it, it's Borderlands. Like it feels like 2013. Like, <laughs> every, whenever Borderlands got injected shit. into it, it's like I, I'm, I don't care anymore about the Borderlands <laughs> humor. It's like hee hee poo poo fart joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> clap trap. S- funny man. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I just shut the fuck up, you robot bitch. I just <laughs> tired of it. Mike, how, how are you feeling about this one? 
I mean, I was probably going to buy it day one, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After Josh's tirade. Uh, all right. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks amazing. So that's all. I agree. It does look amazing. I think <laughs> Borderlands would appeal more to me if it had, you know, online persistence to it. But alas. All right. The next game, which was announced the other day, but we saw actual gameplay here, Alan Wake Remastered. Now, Alan Wake is a game that we discussed it on the replay the other day. I jumped in. It was free on GOG a little while back, and I jumped in and played a little bit of it, but it was just outdated and older at that point. And I know it has held up pretty well. I just wasn't in the mood to, to keep going with it at the time, but a remaster intrigues me. I don't think that it looked as amazing as I was maybe expecting it to look for a remastered game on a PlayStation 5, but I'm still interested in, in the story and, and October 5th, spooky season. That's intriguing to me. What do you guys think about this one? I'm with you. I played the first one when it came out on 360. When I saw the remaster on PS5, my initial thoughts was, did it look worse? on 360 <laughs> i don't remember it looking that bad so if this is yeah. an upgrade i don't know what i'm missing but alan wick's a good game i won't get it get this because i don't care to replay it but it's a good game yeah i after talking about in the replay we talked about it extensively i'll just really quickly say i have not played it i always was told i should and it does seem like a game i'd be get into but that being said uh and matt pretty much hooked me a lot here um, with his with the Reddit comment or something that said it was like playing a Stephen King novel, and it does look like that, and I'm I'm pretty into it. So, um, I'll definitely give it a go. Um, but I now that I'm hyped for it, I'll obviously just wait for the remaster and uh, I'll probably pick it up. I guess. Um, I'll see what pricing's like, obviously, and if if it's cheaper to get the original, I might just get that. Um, but definitely cool to see that. I I think as we talked about before, I think a remaster is kind of like a weird. I don't know, kind of a weird move. I think a remake is also a waste of resources, but it would have been, I guess, really, this is more about like generating hype with that and the control stuff to maybe make more Alan Wake stuff in the future. They yeah. really seem to be wanting to do that. Um, so whatever, it's a safe bet. I mean, a lot of people, people who haven't played it before aren't going to like go and compare this to the original Alan Wake and go, what looks better? Like, really? Unless you if you've, unless you've played it before. So they'll probably make some money on this and gauge interest. So hey, it looks cool. I'll I, play it. You took the words right out of my mouth at the end there. I think that this is a tool to gauge interest for an Alan Wake too. And yeah. whether or not they want to continue the Alan Wake stuff in the control universe. Next game. Rainbow Six Extraction, a PvE co-op game whereas Siege is player versus player. This is players working together against aliens. I'm not sure Tom Clancy ever wrote about aliens. We're sort of beyond the Tom Clancy name at this point. It's kind of just there for for whatever reason. Uh, Money, Uh, baby! (laughs) But this looks intriguing. If this gets good reviews and if people enjoy this game this is something i'll i'll want to jump into if it's just mediocre i'm not going to care at all josh what are your thoughts on this look rainbow six siege has has tainted my view of rainbow for a little while now but i shouldn't be so harsh on it because the game's good the community is just really bad that said (laughs) why the tom clancy name i'm not going to be that picky about it but he's rolling over in his grave yeah (laughs) i mean i'm i'm i like the iteration though and i think you know why not give it give it a go see see if people actually like it engage interest in maybe finally expanding 
rainbow again outside of its confines that I think it's kind of backed itself into and just being this super tactical shooter, which, I mean, it does it well, but finally they're kind of taking that IP and moving it forward after it's been, what, Siege came out, what, 2014 or something like that? 2013, something in that range? I I just think it's time that we maybe saw something new, and I think I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, You know, I don't think it'd be a day one for me, but it'd probably be a fun one with friends, maybe a fun trophy hunt kind of game too. Um, to, to kind of, you know, go to certain maps, play on super hard difficulties, that kind of thing. And this is just a personal thing. I know I might be in the wrong here, but I am just so fucking tired of gritty shooters. Uh, so whenever I see this or like fucking Call of Duty Vanguard shit in a in a in a show, I just tune the fuck out. <laughs> so well, then, that was me for this. Matt was like, I'm hyped. And I was like, I fucking don't care. <laughs> I, I, if you're sick of gritty shooters, I've got the game for you. It's called Tom Clancy's oh. X Defiant. <laughs> yeah, no grit there. Punk rock meets tactical shooter. We're doing it. We're not like the other shooters. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Pick me. All right. Next game. Paul mentioned that he was getting a little excited for this one during the show. This is Ghostwire Tokyo. One of the. Uh, well, this will be the swan song fr- from a Bethesda published game uh, on PlayStation. Most likely, maybe in the future we'll see we'll see another one. Who knows? But for now, this is this is the last one. So, what are we thinking about Ghostwire Tokyo? I thought this trailer today was 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 pretty impressive. It looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, just because you mentioned me, I'll just say quickly. Uh, I thought it looked awesome. I didn't really pay much attention to it before. You know, I was kind of like uh, Death Loop first, then I'll worry about the next Sony Bethesda thing. This uh, looks pretty badass. We have like Oni masks and like fucked up like weird silence from doctor who looking things and uh, slendermans and i i just really like the main gameplay aspect of like this like very linear kind of like this very like um stiff looking like first person view with like magic things shooting out uh and it's a like, glitchy particle effect that visual just really i'm i'd probably get sick of it if like every game starts coming out with that for some reason but i really really liked it in ghostwire tokyo because i haven't seen it like in that specific iteration before where, like magic with like a techie glitchy thing and so anyway looks looks cool to me i actually might play this game probably wouldn't it'd probably be the kind of game i'll play in like two years after i've had my ps5 for a while and it goes like free on ps plus but uh it looks like really good though i still think just not you know enough for me to pay like 60 dollars for it now it's funny you mentioned the ps plus thing because i was thinking like this would be a really good ps plus game i feel like yeah but would microsoft publishing ever allow this to go on ps plus i don't think so I don't know if they do they have that. Is that how it works? I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know how it works. I just don't. I just don't see that happening for yeah, whatever reason. Possible. Any I other thoughts on this one? Looks neat. Um, <laughs> my impression hasn't changed. I, I'm not impressed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it does look a little like. I will say the movements feel a little janky just by watching it. Weirdly, um, I like that. It looks very janky and repetitive. I agree. But that's just me. It's the world of yeah. shit, though. For some reason, I like that. I don't know. It's like when we were talking no. about Far Cry Six the other day, and I was like, uh, the landscapes look really good, but like the gameplay looks kind of like stiff and like Goldeneye. And I was like, I kind of like that though. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I like this. Like, like everything else is smooth, but your character is like really kind of like stiff. I don't know. That seemed for some reason like I don't want my characters like hands in the screen being like all like loosey goose like a real human. Yeah, you stiff know, it up. Ghostwire Tokyo does feel like double point five a <laughs> like it's not double a it's not triple yeah. a 
It's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> 2.5. This feels like a, a solid 72. Yeah. Or... I think you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> 72 is a, re- a very respectable score. Let's get this on, let's get this on Game Pass, baby. <laughs> Come on, Microsoft. Oh, this is... this is Microsoft cares. This is, this is coming on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah, it's One important. day, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next game, Blood Hunt, which is the Battle Royale game for Vampire the Masquerade, which had sort of been an afterthought. It's It had been at these events, so like clearly like Sony believes in this in some way. People believe in this game, in, at least in some regard, and I will say I never really gave it much thought before today, but the trailer today pretty much sold me on at least giving Matt, it a shot. They have the two things that we want. Name name your gameplay aspect and I'll name mine. Well, it had the uh, the Shadowrun like, teleportation thing. Yeah, exactly. That was the one. And then also it had the thing from guns that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, where you can block bullets with, with your sword. Uh, and it, it looks like it's almost like a hero shooter style battle royale where you're, you're yeah. picking characters who have certain abilities and fucking nosferatu is in there which like <laughs> yeah 100 nosferatu yeah 100%. yeah no this looks ridiculously fun and i never would have expected it and i still don't like i don't think the game's gonna i think it could be insanely fun and i still don't think it's gonna do very well just because it's it seems super niche especially like might be too creative too again when the gameplay is too creative it doesn't it doesn't work look at fortnite right right being, being that's so popular you know. I, World of Darkness, like Vampire the Masquerade, isn't like an insanely popular thing. So, yeah. any no. other thoughts on this though? I mean, yeah, it looks. Uh, uh, if it, I assume it's free to play. <laughs> um, but if it is, then I will give it a shot. But outside that, I'm probably not going to pay money for it. It will be like all the other vampire games. It will sit on my wish list, <laughs> and I will yep. never actually buy it. <laughs> You lost me at Battle Royale. Oh, okay. <laughs> I spent years wanting to play Vampire or whatever, like that Don't Nod uh, vampire game, and then I played it for yeah. like an hour, and I was like pissed at it, and I turned it off. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. It just was like kind of stuffy, like it was kind of janky, and like the puzzle aspects were it just kind of kind of glitchy and slow, and the story also was cringy to me at the very beginning. So I just was like, nah. It was a uh ps plus game i think last year so i have it and i wanted to, yeah. to play it this october yeah. we'll see all right moving on now we're getting into some more of the meat some more of the bigger titles all right oh yeah baby first one up guardians of the galaxy i will say it looked better today than it has in the past way better i still don't personally love guardians of the galaxy as a property and i'm not super interested in this game but it looked way better what about you guys you know what sold me on Guardians of the Galaxy? Because my first, like, basically introduction to Guardians of the Galaxy was the movies. I never read the comics on it or anything like that. Um, so I think after watching these trailers and kind of trying to get into Guardians of the Galaxy, what has really sold me on Guardians of the Galaxy? How many times can I say Guardians of the Galaxy? You get a dollar <laughs> for every time I say it, we're all going to be rich, baby. Uh, that said, what sold me on that was like the actors and not necessarily the actual characters and guardians, because to me, they just are not that interesting. Um, but the, you know, Chris Pratt, Batista, you know, for example, like Rocket, when Rocket talked, I was just immediately pulled out of it. It's fucking like, Bradley Cooper doing a like, voice that's nothing like Bradley Cooper's, and yet he fucking nails it. It's amazing. It's it's, it's like I, I, I just 
I needed more, I guess, more connection to the characters in that way. But the gameplay did look more improved from the other trailers, which that's nice. I just I'm really not excited for it, to be honest. And I'd, I'd like to be. I'm just not like the other Marvel games that were shown. I noticed you didn't mention Vin Diesel's voice work. Uh, you know, I, I, I fucked it up. You're right. I should have. He recorded every time they say it. They didn't re re reuse those. Now, I tell you. Did he do mocap? Uh, I know. I think he did. Yeah. All right. Good for him. Paul, what are your thoughts on this game? I know you're, you're probably the most excited out of the four of us. Hey, listen, I, and I'll say I'm a. I will say I'm a. I'm a heinous MCU shill. I love the fucking MCU. <laughs> that being said unpopular mcu opinion i don't really like guardians that much and i like the first one because you know it was it was the first funny really specifically comedy kind of style mcu movie but i think they've gotten a lot funnier since then in the mcu and like better at balancing that and i feel like guardians to me um especially the second one uh is just like it's trying too hard to be funny and it and it gets really cringy um and that being said also i'm just fucking sick of chris pratt so that just like really ruins guardians at this point going forward for me like i'm just sick of they just tried to make him a thing for too long and it really just oh anyway the point is um the thing i like the most about this game is that and i said in the stream that they didn't try to be the mcu at all obviously the characters are kind of similar because they base the characters in the mcu on comic characters but they're much closer to comic counterparts and they're their own thing the voice didn't try to be chris pratt star lord it tried to be more of a comic star lord and I'm not saying the comics are better. I'm just saying it's different. That it's cool that it's distinct. It looks polished. It looks clean. It it is kind of funny. Like I did laugh. I knew the beats were going to be, you know, the the typical things that those characters do. I will say, I, I when as soon as Rocket talked, the actor's not bad. But that is the one character where I was kind of disappointed not to get that Bradley Cooper voice or someone doing a voice like that. Um, it's such an iconic characterization. He's it, it's I think it's the best Guardians character. But anyway um yeah i'm hyped the the gameplay looks a lot better than it looked before i didn't think it looked bad before um but i think we spent a lot more time talking about like the the choices you can make i know we didn't get like a lot of gameplay gameplay like a like a demo like we got before um at, at whatever the last event was where we showed that e3 i think it was a square Enix i think show. it was e3 yeah yeah um but uh yeah the, the point is uh i think what we saw looked really clean really visually interesting and uh this went from a game that i was probably gonna play when it became free or cheap at some point to something i might pick up maybe not at launch but maybe a month or two after like first sale it comes out i might just grab this all right mike any thoughts on this one just kind of said a lot so i'm not <laughs> gonna add too much i will say i'm not i wasn't really excited for it to begin with i'm not i'm still not it looks good uh it looks better Mike, you than hate marvel this avengers you hate the playstation you said this was the peak of your week you hate the playstation showcase damn it <laughs> no, no no we haven't gotten to the good stuff matt said here comes heavier yeah. hitters and then went off with Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. I'm like no <laughs> um it looks good it's just not the gameplay that i care for yep. uh it looks like a, it could have a really interesting story and it looks better than like I said, it looks better than Marvel's Avengers, so they Low beat bar. the baseline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, go off on a tangent, and by tangent I mean back up a bit to uh, Vampire Blood Hunt. Apparently, already out. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> the fuck? On Steam, early access. Also, oh, reading, the, reading the reviews, because they were mixed and I was curious, installs a very sketchy anti-cheat that doesn't get uninstalled when you remove the game 
so, um, oh, this came out two days ago. Yeah, it came out two days ago. Uh, and a lot of the footage in the trailer shown today was already on the Steam page. So. Holy shit. <laughs> we've been we've been bamboozled boys what do you know we've been we've been bamboozled um but yeah uh with that said i will not be checking out vampire blood hunt <laughs> still might i'll give it a couple days for them to sort out the bucks I'll is get it there. is it in early access on playstation because if it is then i don't really care Probably if there's not. an anti-cheat on playstation that's probably why I think they're. I think they're. This came out early access on Steam, but the actual release will probably end up being yeah. on PlayStation at some point, right? Yeah. Right. I just wouldn't want to play that game on PlayStation. That's all. Totally. Fine. I agree, but if if I get a look at it, bef- you know, maybe they take out yeah, the anti cheat no, at some it's point. Fine. Yep. All right. Anyway, next game. Forspoken. Oh, yeah. Forspoken is a game that's being developed by the Final Fantasy 15 uh, dev team. Or wait, yeah, 15. Yes, 15. Okay, yeah, the Final Fantasy 15 dev team, which wasn't like its own development team necessarily. So they basically took those people, created Luminous Productions within Square Enix, and their first game as Luminous is Forspoken. I think that this game is actually looking way better than I expected. Like Same. we we saw some of it a year ago, and it was mo- it was a I think it was just a, like a CG trailer, and it mm-hmm. and it was I was impressed by the concept. But now actually seeing this today, holy shit, it looks really fun. The traversal looks amazing. The powers look insanely cool. The voice acting was really believable and good. I'm at, I'm suddenly really hyped for this game. Well, if no one's going to say anything, I'll just jump in and be a huge <laughs> fanboy here and say that I'm fucking hyped for this game as well. I mean, I'll just echo. I won't spend a very long time like I have on other things. Uh, just uh, mainly to to point out, yeah, traversal everything looks good. The world looks huge, which I think is is really one of the cool standouts. But really, what I'll say got me got me most hyped again with a lot of stuff in the show. Good voice acting. Uh, I thought the main uh, woman's voice was really really good. Um, and I thought in general, like her excitement over like, holy shit, I have superpowers and like I'm in this world was really believable as opposed to like being like, oh, cool. I'm just like a hero now. Like it felt really believable that that was happening. And also on the flip side, if it's not fucking Paul Bettany doing his vision, uh, <laughs> a role as the thing on her wrist that's talking to her the entire time, I don't know what actor is, but it sounds just fucking like Paul Bettany as vision. And I love that. And that alone might sell me. I just searched uh, Forspoken Paul Bettany and someone on Tech Radar was mentioning that. It someone else like, said that? Yeah. yeah, it does sound so much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is him. I, I think this game looks great. Where Project Eve, I was like, okay, they're showing the big shiny stuff so that we can see shiny and oh my god, PS5 graphics are PS5 graphics. That's not news. Uh, Forspoken had gameplay to back it up and the fact that there was like all these different elemental powers and you can use them in ways that were creative. It looks really good. I'm again with most games like this open world adventure type games. I'm hesitant to say, yes, this will be a day one purchase for me because a lot of the time open world games can get really repetitive really quickly, but for all the points that Matt outlined and for all the points that Paul outlined, I think this was probably uh, the number w- this This game probably, for me, won the show, hands down, just because of how much they showed and how great everything looked. This is one of the least JRPG-looking JRPGs I've ever seen. 
which is kind of wild. I will say that uh, really quickly, because you reminded me with the JRPG comment, the fact that it's Final Fantasy 15 team, I didn't really like Final Fantasy 15, so that worries me, but I know a lot of people did, so that's also great. Moving on. <laughs> I, my, yeah, yeah. I, I did really like Final Fantasy 15. Josh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I thought it looked great. You know what it kind of felt like since we haven't had Infamous in a while? Um, since really like 2014 and the DLC. Um, this felt like an infamous kind of game, like just in the movements and the combat and like the powers and almost the like the swagger that like she carried herself with very much I felt, felt same... like infamous. Sorry. I just want to say I felt that exact same thing about infamous when it started happening when they were sliding mm -hmm. down like the it felt like they were I was like, is this gonna be like I didn't know it was Forspoken at first yet? I, I thought guess, it was I infamous. Thought, like, I thought is this yeah, gonna be some kind of like Assassin's Creed style infamous? Mm -hmm. It's like back in the past or something. I thought the same thing. Yeah, and I I also really like the like the play between like the wrist and like uh you know the, the main character. I, I think I think it works. And I, I'm excited to see more. You know, I, I will echo Mike's point about uh, the world. Hopefully it's not too empty. You know, Infamous Second Son, well, obviously two entirely different games, but, you know, if the combat's engaging enough for me uh, and still the world exploration's kind of samey, that doesn't bother me too much because if I'm having, like, satis you know, satisfying combat, that usually makes up a lot. So far, it looks that way, but, you know, once it gets in the hands, who knows? It could be, if I have a PlayStation 5 by that point, you know, that's a... That's a tough, uh, tough call to make at this point with how difficult they are to get. But uh, I, I, it could be a day one for me, I think. So some really interesting uh, things about this game that I am just now learning. First off, I did know this. It, we talked about project title games. This is formerly a project title game. It was Project Athia before. <laughs> but I am just now learning this. I didn't know this. The game is being written by Gary Whitta and Amy Hennig. So Gary Witta, best known obviously for Book of Eli and Rogue One. And Amy- That's Star Wars movie bar none. And- <laughs> Oh, you and Josh are gonna fight. <laughs> yep. Uh, Amy Hennig, uh, she's known for the, you know, Jack and Daxter and Uncharted. So yeah, this has me a little bit more hyped now. I mean, two people who are highly respected uh, as writers, so yeah, this 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 has me pretty excited. It has me a little worried for the over the top egregious fan service, but you know we'll have to see. <sighs> I don't know how much fan service you can you can throw I in. One a, with uh... the force, the force is with me. I'm mainly just talking shit about Rogue One. No, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> my my favorite Star Wars movie, but that's all right. Yeah, same. My absolute favorite. Uh, yeah, Star I'm, Wars an, movie. I'm an outlier here. <laughs> the rest kind of suck, but. <laughs> Email us at uh, gg at uh, goodnightgroups at gmail.com. Uh, here's my Star Wars movie rankings. Uh, number one, Rogue One. <laughs> number two, The Phantom Menace. Number three, the rest of them. Are you joking? Because right. that's, my, that's my ranking as well. Really? That's actually my ranking. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We'll this have to, we'll to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nightmare. You know, there is there is a place uh, on YouTube called J. Cooper E where you can get the hottest Star Wars takes and the best tier list that's 100% factual. There is a, a, there is we'll a Star this. Wars tier list. <laughs> we'll say this is the hottest take I've ever heard about Star Wars. Matt and I both having this list. This is pretty hot <laughs> I, take. Rogue One is one thing. Phantom Menace at 2 is... This and is then everything else discussion. in the... In the, in the <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, <sighs> Forspoken... Looks fantastic. I'm incredibly hyped all of a sudden. Uh, the next one, we don't have to talk about this much. I know I'm the only one who's a really big Uncharted fan here. 
But Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy uh, Remaster Collection was announced for PS5 and PC. So this is a big announcement. I'm happy that these games are finally coming to PC. This shows that Sony is willing to put some of their most coveted properties. They, they already did it with Horizon. But, mm-hmm. you know, Uncharted is among their biggest properties ever. And it's now coming to PC. So I think that is a really big deal. Yeah, un- unshackle your uh, exclusive bonds, Sony, and uh, bring your beautiful, uh, swirly 60 frames over to PC, please. That- that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> Signed, Josh. Yes. All right. We have three more guys, and these are all heavy hitters. <sighs> Marvel's Wolverine. Now, this was a complete and utter shock. As soon as Insomniac came up, I was like, What? They're ready to show another game? Turns Insomniac out. Insomniac and Marvel came up. We thought, I guess, maybe Spider-Man. I've been kind of saying the whole show, like, my long shot guess is maybe we'll get Spider-Man. I thought it wasn't going to fucking happen. Then this fucking trailer comes up, I think, Spider-Man. And then you see a bar country music. This is not Spider-Man. What is this? It's fucking Wolverine. It's Wolverine. You see the, uh, the, you see the claws come out? Snicked? Yeah, I mean, I was... Uh... I was shocked. I, I didn't think that we would see anything from Insomniac for a while, much less two Insomniac projects, both Marvel projects. We had no idea. There was a, there was a second one? I stopped watching after Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea the Wolverine. Spider-Man, so I left. There, was no, uh, there were no rumors about this at all. I love Wolverine. Insomniac can seemingly at this point do no wrong. My hype levels are through the roof on this. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, it has me there. I haven't played any of the Spider-Man Insomniac games, but this is 100% what's got me there because Wolverine is one of my favorite like characters as well. And from what I've watched from the combat of Spider-Man games, you just put that into Wolverine. Boy, I am fucking there. Uh, there there's no way this is like, going to be bad. Nail the story, and I'm, I'm going to have a fucking blast with this. Yeah, I think the only question is, like, what is going to be the take on Wolverine. It obviously didn't look like it wasn't like Old Man Logan. It was like maybe later X-Men movie Wolverine. I don't know. It was it, it's hard yeah. to it's hard to say. Paul, do you have any thoughts on what which Wolverine they might be going for here? I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. I'll, I'll tell you I I feel like I feel like what they're going to do and they haven't confirmed this, but I feel like there's an intention here with getting in some, I think the one thing really important to note here is that we all kind of thought Sony and Marvel and Spider-Man were seeing you know, this is a Sony property, Spider-Man. They own the the movie game rights for this kind of thing. I mean, it is a Disney property, of course, in some ways, but uh, they own the rights to Spider-Man. Um, seeing Wolverine, which is something that Disney owns the rights to after buying Fox, is pretty impressive because it's showing that Marvel, that Disney and Marvel clearly think that uh, Insomniac is able to take the reins, not just on something that they're shackled to, like Spider-Man, um, but all of their properties, or at least more than one property, which is really exciting. Important um, properties, I, key properties. Key properties. And, and I think, you know, obviously they made Wolverine the main character of the X-Men movies and that that carried on. Um, I was never a big fan of the Wolverine show. I will say my personally, I, I, I appreciate that other people like it so much. I don't like I, I mean, I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I think Logan's my favorite superhero movie, bar none. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's other X-Men that are cool to check out. But also, fuck, yeah, Wolverine is obviously like besides Spider-Man, one of the fucking most popular characters, um, especially pre-MCU. 
that anyone's ever heard of. Uh, really awesome. I think the the main key here with these characters crossing is character crossover. Uh, Insomniac has made this New York with Spider Man with Spider Men yep. and all this stuff in it, and now they're Marvel's giving them Wolverine, not in their Sony property, but another Disney Marvel property. Makes me feel like they're kind of building to something. Now I'm not saying they're gonna like do it fast. But this could be a slow build to a small, you know, kind of little, you know, and next MCU in games, maybe with Insomniac. Now, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be that. It might be, it's probably going to be smaller scale in a major way than that. But I, I wouldn't doubt seeing um, the same universe uh, of these characters, and that makes me think we're going to see a Logan that's probably post X Men in some way. You know, not really in an X Men state, um, not old man Logan, but something post main X Men. Um, with him kind of, you know, dealing with uh, some fallout of that and going off on his own adventure in, an, in a less goofy sounding way than that. Um, I think my only real take on this that I, I'm kind of up in the air about is traversal. We saw a lot of people talk about what kind of game is this going to be? Is this going to be an open world game? Um, I think it could. Uh, think about something like Yakuza um, games or something like that. Um, something where it's open world, but it's in a smaller scale setting. And there's like, uh, you know, places like the island of Madripoor in Marvel. I mentioned this before, or smaller, maybe a neighborhood in New York or something else. Places where you can walk around or get around maybe on a motorcycle or some other kind of traversal that, that feels natural to Wolverine without giving. And it would still feel big because he's slower. Um, the reason they have to do or not have to, but like choose to do all of Manhattan for Spider-Man is because he's so fucking fast. And that's what makes him fun that you need a big space for him to be fast in. Um, but there's a lot of wasted space in, in Spider-Man's Manhattan because you can't fill it all with stuff. Whereas I can imagine a Wolverine game where you have this like smaller space that's still open and full of stuff. Um, so that's my, my dream. <laughs> so you, I think you bring up a good point on that. And I think that, I think it's safe to assume that this is the Ratchet and Clank team that's working on this game. That's and with, with Ratchet and Clank not being open world, but it is, it's, linear but it has large open areas and um in the most recent game in rift apart you have um this ability where you have these these boots that you kind of hover and it's almost like you're roller skating on like these these boots and they make you go really fast and that you use them to travel around a large area and so i think the fact that they can they can have these larger large enough areas where you you have faster traversal but you know it's still not completely open could be something along the lines of what we would see with this uh, Wolverine game. I think that it's going to be actually completely different from what you guys are thinking it's going to be. When I first saw it, my first thought was, are we in Canada and are we getting a open world game where you go on his bike yeah. and you go to different facilities? Oh, okay. I could see them taking it as an open world linear game like Ratchet & Clank where you have to go and most likely trying to find a weapon x facility you're going and hunting down uh the people that did this to you because that's the classic wolverine storyline that would be my guess uh i've played a lot of wolverine games in the past and there have been some really good ones there's been some really bad ones i anticipate that this is going to be good <laughs> and if it's not i'm going to be very upset uh because i will definitely be pay paying you know 70 dollars the day it comes out to play this game i i, I kind of want to echo paul a little bit i kind of wish it was a different character just like a smidgen just because when i saw that it was a bar and they had like country music playing i was like is this gambit because oh Louisiana. my god and yeah. i would have lost my shit yeah <laughs> but <laughs> bring taylor kitsch back still, for some voicing Let's i'm still gonna lose my shit over wolverine so it's fine 
The Gambit movie never did happen, did it? No, it never it happened. Not. Like I was, I was hoping for purple, purple energy. Uh, staff comes over to his uh, hand. I was God. like, oh, that would have been so good. But Matt was saying maybe he thought for a split second it might be Deadpool, and I was like, full fuck no, don't give me. I don't need more yeah, Deadpool. No. Shut the fuck up about Deadpool. I love Deadpool, but please, uh, the Deadpool God, yeah, is so I, great. Let's not let's not do it again. Just yeah. chill on Deadpool too. Can the world just like relax a little on Deadpool? We'll come back to it in a few years. Like we hit, hit capacity. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a good calm between Deadpool two and three. Yeah, this uh, this cinematic that they showed for the Wolverine game was like straight out of the X Men First Class movie. Almost, I remember. I felt the exact same way. I felt the exact mm-hmm. same way. All right, moving on. Somniac's other game that they showed off, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I can't believe that they're juggling all of this. It's insane that Insomniac is carrying the PlayStation 5 on their back and right evidently, now. Evidently, they, they have no crunch. The studio has really good... Uh, yeah. They're extremely efficient. They move from, from game to game. Uh, amazing studio. Amazing. Well, let's also like realize they don't have to make a new New York every time which is nice. right yeah. <laughs> paul do you remember that i i predicted that the spider-man spinoff or sequel would be a snowy it would be a december version of uh the first spider-man i'm like they already have new york they're not going to rebuild it they're just going to put snow on it and, it and was. They anyway paul <laughs> and it was fucking awesome and you're going to like it so much this christmas when you play it i am i'm hype you should be Paul, you are the Spider-Man super fan here, so let's get your thoughts on this thing. Oh, baby, I'm excited. I, I jokingly started saying, long shot, we're going to get something. We got Wolverine. I was very excited for you and for me, but it did feel like it was going to be a long way off, and I felt like it really disqualified Spider-Man from happening for a while. We talked about it. They had a nice long like, fucking seven minutes of Gran Turismo for Gran Turismo 7 to us to enjoy while we talked about Wolverine. They knew people were just going to be talking about Wolverine, like, let's throw in Gran Turismo. And the entire time I was like, you know what? This is okay. I'm okay. I accept that Spider-Man's not going to happen right now. Maybe it'll be a while. I'm, that's that's still cool. And then it happens. Insomniac, Marvel. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I don't think we got anything that's, like, going to throw us uh, out of the... the uh, you know, anything crazy. I will just give a couple of my quick hot takes, which is one, um, you know, I think a lot of us after playing uh, Miles Morales, his kit was just so much better. Um, the power, the extra powers they gave him, the way it felt just felt like the combat was meant to be played that way. It was so good. Um, and it made Pete's combat a little bit lackluster going back. The, you can see in this, they gave him the extra arms, the Waldos on the back of the suit. And where previously they had those um as like a as like a you know an option in the fun suits uh in the earlier game mm-hmm. these look I, i'm gonna guess that these are gonna be useful and this is actually gonna give him more uh, versatility in combat um because they made such a point of showing that costume with those arms in the trailer so i think that's gonna be the thing that's gonna give him something a little bit extra to match him up with miles having those extra powers like venom the venom strike and the, and the invisibility also Great to have Craven the Hunter. I love Craven the Hunter. In that, one of the major points of that uh, comic I read earlier today was was Craven. He's just a he's just an interesting character. When he's embarrassingly bad at stuff, he's he's great. When he's terrifyingly about to kill Spider Man, he's great. Um, I thought that was really really cool to have as like kind of a as like a side villain. Um, I'm feeling that like, that might be kind of like the Mister Negative uh, to to Venom's. You know. Uh, not to spoil, but it's been out for a while. Doc Ock kind of thing in, in the second half of the story. 
Um, and then we get the Venom, we get the fucking Venom voice, with the We Are Venom shit, and you yeah. see the flash of him. Listen, I, I kind of would have preferred if they almost didn't show Venom in the trailer, just because, I mean, like, I, I mean, it's not like we didn't think it was going to be there, right, but we knew it was coming. I think Craven was cool and they could have showed maybe something a little bit extra else just to kind of something a little more flashy to show than Venom. Um, I, but I, I get that they had to show Venom because I think a lot of us after playing the first one, there was a tease at the end kind of thing talking about Venom. Um, and it does make you go, okay, well, like, where is that? Are they not going to pl- follow up on that? They kind of had to go, hey, listen, just so you know, we are, that's, you, it, it's promised. You've been waiting a few years. We are following up on that tease. I mean, besides that, I'll just say I'm super hyped. I just, this morning was thinking, I can't wait. I wonder when I'm going to get a Spider-Man game again. It turns out in, you know, two years or so. So that's that's good. It's a long time. Uh, I do think the one downside of getting a date for this and uh, Wolverine is that Wolverine will probably be later. I think 2024, hopefully, if not 2025. But anyway, that's my Spider-Man, my Spider-Man jump. Uh, I'm just really excited. All right. Any other thoughts on this one? I'll fight. Paul for title of yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, I think that's fair, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fanboy. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, no, I'm super excited for this. Um, hot take, can it be co-op, please? That'd be fun. This is what I said to Matt. You, you see two <laughs> characters. It's like, obviously, it's cool to show the two Spider-Man, but like, fucking come right. on. They're showing both of them at the same time. This is co-op. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I hope that because of Spider-Man 2, and everyone knows that Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man game before... Yep. Insomniac got its hands sure. on the franchise. Uh, I hope that Shadows some... would like a word with you, but okay. <laughs> I hope we get some pizza time. I hope we get some some fun. We did in the, in the last one. We did. Uh, I want more. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the uh, I, I I'm excited. It, it's it. They seemingly can't do any wrong over at Insomniac. No. So it's crazy. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. I, I will say I hope that we get a uh, guest appearance by Mysterio this time. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people saying that would be a good extra villain to get. I mean, we got fucking Sinister Six in the last game. Yeah, that was so, like, unexpected. Which was really unexpected. And then the last trailers kind of started showing it. If you followed them, we still didn't know Doc Ock, that kind of thing. Ah, come on, it's been out for such a long time. They were in the trailers. Um, the Doc Ock thing's a bit of a spoiler, but it's the fucking, come on, you see Dr. Octavius? Fuck off. You meet him Doc in the Ock. first five minutes. I know, it's like clearly he's going to turn bad, right? Like, but anyway, the point is, we got six. We got six villains in that. Are you really telling me it's just Craven and Venom here? No, we're gonna get more Rogues Gallery, and I really think Mysterio would be a good move to make, especially after they did such a. I think it, like you say what you will about the MC movies, but I think uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio was really cool. So I'm excited to see some mm-hmm. more Mysterio off of that hype. Yeah, uh, speaking of Spider-Man spoilers, uh, <laughs> I haven't played either of the Spider-Man games, uh, but I mean, it's it's Spider-Man. It's not like I'm not familiar with the uh, characters to that Story end, beats. so. I just, I just, I need to play it, and this kind of has me wanting to finally just say fuck it and play it. I don't know how much they currently are. <laughs> I'm not gonna drop like sixty on the old Spider-Man game. They go on sale um, a lot. Yeah, I just have to keep an eye out and gra- pick it up, and just I'm going to assume I don't need to play the Miles Morales one second. Not even for story's sake, so much as uh, I'll just feel like, it'll just feel like shit going back to the first game. It sounds like. Based yeah. on the kit, anyways. I, I would play um, the main one and then Miles Morales. They do have a vague story tie-in. It doesn't really matter, but they 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 tee him up a lot in the first one, so it it kind of feels natural to play them in order. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and I I think co-op would be dope as shit. I didn't even pick that up, and that would actually, oh God, that'd be fun as hell, dude. Uh, between both of their kits, that'd be a fucking blast. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Another reason for me to get PS5. It'd be Is really it? cool to be able to have like you know missions where they have two different locations and you have to split up 
and go that deal would with be both. Very cool. Um, I will also say, Josh, that you picked a good time to the, uh, to, to maybe try playing the Spider-Man games. Uh, the first one uh, has a real fall feel because it came out in September and it really yeah. is built around that kind of autumn feel. And then Miles nice. Morales, is, it came out in the winter and has this winter feel. So you really playing. I was actually just about to do a playthrough in fall and then winter of, of each game respectively. And I think it's a good Ooh, time to good get into them. That is yeah. a smart idea. Man. I was going to tell you to do that too, Matt, actually. Because like, now's a good time. Let's do it. Because you can play Spider-Man leading into Because I know you haven't played Miles Morales. You can play it this winter after you play replay uh Spider-Man. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, scene in the first Spider-Man game is the Halloween party. Yeah, that's a great one, actually. That's fun. And you have to pick out like who is actually like a villain or who's a stress as one and stuff. Yeah, yeah I love cool. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, right now, it looks like the Spider-Man game of the year edition is $40, and then Miles Morales is still 50 but they do go on sale. Miles Morales was just on sale for, yeah, I think, so. 30 So Yeah, pretty good. Anyway, that takes us... Oh, yeah, yeah, go side. ahead sidebar with paul did you see and the did you see the uh new spider-man movie trailer dude fuck yeah of course i saw it i, I was <laughs> right. i've been waiting did for day, see, every day i've been waiting did you see the feast facility that yeah i saw i saw feast <laughs> and i was like ah they got feast all right i did see that and i thought that was so cool real real ps4 I'm so vibes uh, i'm so still not hyped. like I'm really, really hyped. Uh, I'm just waiting for my boy Andrew to come back and be the definitive fucking Spider-Man. I'm oh, get so out of here. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's my it. Spider-Man hot take. Andrew Garfield is the best Peter in Spider-Man that will ever fucking no. live. Ugh. No. Movies are bad. Andrew's great. And the final game that we're going to discuss. We have a name. It's no longer God of War sequel. It is now officially God of War Ragnarok. We saw gameplay. I think it looks fantastic. Visually, it looks stunning. I can't... It's hard to imagine it working super well on a PlayStation 4. <laughs> I have to imagine they're going to do a thing where like, they basically have like, a lower graphic version, right? That's going to work. Well, like, yeah. Like, like, like it would basically toggle down, right? So, now, I don't know. Look, I know I talk about DualSense features a lot. You sure do. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad finally Matt or Mike. Matt has been talking about dual sense features all week on fucking GG replay, and I'm like, where's Mike when I need him to back me up on this shit? Listen, think of this though. The Leviathan Axe felt amazing without the dual sense. It's going to feel fucking phenomenal with yeah, the dual sense. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I just I don't think it's like I wouldn't pay like ten dollars more just for dual sense if that is the argu- the argument you always make for dual sense. Anyway, I'm I'm it. hyped for this game. I know it's gonna be fun. I know it's gonna be good. I liked the first one a lot. I'm not as high on it quite as a lot of people are. I do think that Spider Man for me was the more enjoyable game that year. But it was a packed it was an insane year for video games. But regardless, I'm excited for this. I can't wait. I do wish it was just a PS5 game, I but it but it doesn't look like it's really being held back, so I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Between that and Spider-Man were probably some of my fave games uh, that year. Just got a PS4, and it was like seemed like the perfect time to grab one at that time uh, for Spider-Man. Then God of War was waiting there to be teed up. Uh, I this looks great. I saw some weirdos online saying like um, you can see the P- you can see how it was held back by having to be on PS4 too. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, I think people were looking notice. for. I think people were looking for stuff like that. And I mean, look at, we can talk about Matt's someone who looks for stuff like that and was kind of disappointed that like it was going to be on both. And yet you didn't feel like that was the case. So, and I didn't either. So I thought that was kind of a weird 
uh, thing to say. Uh, the water graphics alone uh, really blew me away. I just think, uh, you know, it's cool. It's just, you know, it just looks like more God of War, but with PS5. And I think that's awesome. When you see them canoeing over the water, you can see in the water now and you can see the water moving in better ways. They have the, uh, the you know, everything freezes over, get some fucking snow dogs and, and sled through, you know? I just think that's awesome. You know, I mean, I can go on the story beats forever, but at the end of the day, it just looks like more God of War and it looks like a fucking great PS5 game and will be one of the things that gets me to buy one. <laughs> and the main reason I haven't been jumping in is because I haven't played God of War either. <laughs> oh, you got to get on that shit, Josh. I, I, li I literally own it. It's like downloaded on my PlayStation oh, 4. Dang, I've, yeah. I've played probably like two hours of it. Um, and I mean, it feels great. It's fun. It's just unfortunately when I started playing it, it was like in the heat of me like raiding intensely like in WoW. Sure, uh, so it just fell by the wayside. But... I do need to play it. And I it's want one of those like sit down this on, like, looks a great. on a Sunday and just like play it all day or something kind of thing and just get like engrossed. That's like kind of when I did a lot of it and it was great. It, it clicks after a couple hours. Like you do have to get through the first little bit and then it really clicks and you're like, oh shit, this is, this is really good. You need to get the main party together and then like, yes. get all the banter going and then it really, and then it really starts to, to feel complete. Yeah. Noted. Now, Mike, I know you have a, a slightly different take on God of War. I think Let, let's 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 yeah. hear your thoughts on this. I, I didn't like the first game. <laughs> that's that's really my take. I I just didn't. I played it for quite a while and then just stopped playing it because I just the combat just wasn't for me. I I don't know. I can nitpick it like the areas that kind of like turned it off for me the first being that like and this is really early on but like you the game opens on you chopping down a tree in three swings and then you go and fight three basic enemies and it takes like 10 swings each to kill them i'm just like am i am i bad <laughs> am i doing something wrong <laughs> They just didn't want the tree chopping what? to feel like it takes forever, Mike. It was just for ambiance, damn it. <laughs> don't have it. <laughs> I just... My immersion! <laughs> that is how the game opens, right? Like It, it yeah, opens yeah. like the title screen is the tree, yeah. and then it just goes straight into the game. And you don't even know to yeah. like start doing stuff until you just do it. Like It's kind of not... Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Looks, but looks then insane, like you yeah. fight the first god, and it's like mm. you're extremely powerful. It's like... Why am I dying to these small things? I don't understand. Anyways, I can nitpick it. It's fine. It just I didn't really like it. And this game looks great for people who like God of War. It looks like more God of War. Great. All That's right, all I'm gonna yeah. say. Don't 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 <laughs> at me. <laughs> to leave on a high note, to leave on a high note, I will say Atreus. Um, he's the actor's grown up a little bit now, and his voice is less fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, as as <laughs> as Rachel said, watching the trailer, uh, she said still whiny, so uh, doesn't really fix it. But I think uh, at least he's whiny. I prefer a whiny teen to like a whiny eight year old. Um, so yes. you know, so I, I I'm pretty happy with this. You know, I think at that point he's like, I want to go off on my own adventure. I want to figure stuff out. I'm like, that's what what a teenager would say anyway. I feel like when he's like eight, he should like chill. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, overall, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy with the Atreus uh, growing up thing. I'm already, I'm already more into that. All right, good. Well, that is the recap of the PlayStation Showcase. Let's move on. All right, let's move on to Claim a Game. In Claim a Game, I give our panelists a choice between two games and ask them which one sold better or which one scored higher reviews. 
They have to claim one of the games. Review scores are taken from Metacritic and based on the best scoring platform, we'll play eight rounds. The panelists can make the same claims, but whoever made more correct choices at the end wins. We take matchup suggestions for claim a game from our $1 plus supporters over on Patreon at patreon.com slash goodnightgroups where you can message us your suggestion. Value. Absolute. Look at that value. Absolute value. Better value than dual sense. No. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> well, maybe. Right. That's $10 of value there, Mike, per game. Round one. More units. Darksiders 2 or Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, God. Darksiders, that's the one about like, uh, like a really, like a the red hack apple. and slash. Like, oh, oh yeah. You're, you're, like it's like a, it's like a really. Like, you're a demon. It's like a stout apple cider. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't understand this joke. Oh, cider. Oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Darksiders 3 because I, uh, I made the joke. It's only well, fair. Darksiders 2. I'm going to oh, go then. <laughs> even better. Less, less stouty than the uh, third one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Darksiders as well. God damn it. All right, solely for the reason that I think maybe it's Divinity because Larian was given the Baldur's Gate IP. Let's go Divinity. Fuck it. Darksiders 2, 1.5 million. Divinity Original Sin 2, 1 million. Damn. I was wondering too, because it was on like what THQ Darksiders was. That should have been a giveaway, honestly. Wait, what was what was (laughs) that it was gonna do bad, but Darksiders 2 was there. Oh, I thought Darksiders 2. Well, that's surprising. I feel like uh, I really actually thought it was, it was Divinity, but <laughs> just the joke. The joke. I don't know it. how many people would actually play that game. But well, I see. I barely play Divinity, but I bought it because I thought I wanted it's to be the true. kind of person who would play Divinity. Yeah, yeah just count it as a refund. That. Yeah, I bought it too, and I you played it to once. play with me. Yeah, me and Spencer, and, and I at least would. I think one day play it. You will never play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Matt are the same. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Higher score. The Division or the Division 2? Jesus fucking Christ. You're really picking like Fuck rotten my. apples from a rotten Shit. apple basket. Wow. Apple cider. Division 1. <laughs> These are dark ciders right here. Uh, I will say 2. I'm going I'm I'm to have go- to go with 2 because Division 1 was bad. I feel like the hype for Division 1 because people didn't know what it was going to be might have been enough. But I that still may have. Uh, dark Zone. So much, I'm going for 2. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna change. I'm just changing just because of the dark zone. Dark, dark, uh, dark. What the fuck? I can't fucking talk. <laughs> what the uh, division one? There we go. The division eighty. The division two, eighty four. Well, I should have. I should have hung around. Should have. I'm a dumb bitch. I had. I had some fun in division one. More units. Kingdoms. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning or Brutal Legend. Back to fucking baseball. We use both of these. Fuck, you're reusing <laughs> games here, man. They were scores right. before, though. These I are. Know, I know. Units. I know. <laughs> this is what, harder, what was, actually. What was the second one? Brutal, Brutal Legend, Legend, the Jack Black rock game. You said Hunter the Reckoning or some shit. Uh, Am- it's Amalur the Reckoning. Kingdoms game. of Amalur. No, I was saying the second one. Uh, either way, the second one I was saying was awful game. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with baseball man. He ain't let me down yet. What? Kings of Amalur Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> the battle of the baseball gym uh i'm going for uh i'm gonna go for uh brute legend why not i yeah, want this for legend. jack black 
Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, 1.3 million. The governor of Rhode Island later stated that it needed to sell 3 million to break even. I'm not kidding. The governor of Rhode Island said that because they own the IP what at that point. Tweet. Imagine being a, imagine he's a gamer and he's like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Brutal Legend, 1.4 million. So Brutal Legend wins. I'm getting fucking cumstered and dumpstered this fucking episode. Man, I am, am I, I, Mike, are we tied or am I winning? I feel like I'm winning, right? You're definitely winning. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were there. You only missed one. I've you? just got one right. Oh, we're only three in. Have... We're only three in. Name the games out there. I need to win at something. All right. Higher score. Bug Snacks or Sunset Overdrive? Oh, you fuck Fox. Bug Snacks. Sunset Overdrive. Oh, this is so hard. I'm going to say Bug Snacks. All right, we all have it locked in. Yep. Yeah. Bug Snacks, 79. Sunset Overdrive, 81. Why? Sunset Overdrive was <laughs> goaded, boys. I love Dude, Sunset Overdrive game. sucked. I loved that so fucking bad. game. It was so bad. It was so much fun. So bad. And I just God, I hate... fucking loved that game. I will say the gameplay was fun, um, but I hated everything about the aesthetic. <laughs> I loved it. It was just the so hideous. It was great. X Deviant. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not like the other games. Okay. <laughs> More units. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy or Battlefield 5. Oh my Battlefield, Battlefield five. five. Yeah, Battlefield Five. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, ten million. Battle, oh, Battlefield fuck, five, seven point three million. Yeah. God, oh damn, my god. shit. Ten million to who? That's, that's why we got Crash Four. People who loved Crash on the PS1. Holy shit. All right. Higher score. Pokemon Snap or new Pokemon Snap? Hmm. What the country uh, fried Pokemon uh, Snap? The OG. I say new. I have no fucking clue. We're just gonna Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap seventy seven. <laughs> new Pokemon Snap seventy nine. I just feel like they're more generous with game scores now than they once were. So yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. All the critics that I read about Poke the new Pokemon Snap, their biggest critique was it's only Pokemon Snap. There's no innovation here. It's like Which means at least an eighty, right? Yeah. So that's right. my thought. <laughs> <laughs> Which means at least the other score. <laughs> right. More units. Uncharted four or The Last of Us? That's Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four. Last of Us. Fuck it. Uncharted Four, fifteen million units. The Last of Us. 20 million units. Oh, wow. I'm still losing, but let's go. I felt like it was going to... Uh, yeah, Last of Us seemed like more popular, but I just felt like uh, Drake fans are strong. Love the Drake. All right, final round. What's this, what, what are we looking at score-wise? Uh, Paul's at four, Josh is at three. I have one. Oh, okay. So <laughs> p- potential... I keep going with Mike's answer, too. I got to stop. Either a Paul win or a tie. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Higher score: Resident Evil Four or Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro. Uh, say Sekiro. Well, I gotta uh, risk it for the fucking biscuit, boys. Gabba, your last ghoul, Paul. Uh, we're going Resident Evil Four. Gabba ghoul. Resident Evil Four a ninety six. Sekiro: Shadows Die Fuck. Twice a ninety one. Fuck. So we have a tie. tie. <laughs> All right, how do we how do we face each other to shake hands? Does this work? I think this works. It does not. It works for me. <laughs> Damn it. This works for I don't even know. 
I'm just giving myself a hug. Oh, all right. <laughs> For the visual, go on the video if you want to enjoy that. All right. <laughs> all right. So we need to we need to to break this this tie here. So, oh, Josh and Paul. Whoever is closest to the score for Kirby Star Allies on the Switch. Oh I've never even God, heard that. What the fuck? Kirby now, Star's games? Now because Paul, played it. because Paul had the the yeah. uh Paul had the lead going into it. So we're gonna give him the first guess. And it's it's not Price's Right rules, it's just whoever's closest to Kirby Star Allies for the Nintendo Switch. Seventy nine. Eighty seven. Seventy three. Paul wins. Fuck you, Kirby, you fucking puffy bitch. <laughs> I mean, listen, 87's good. I know he can, like, take, he can, like, beat Tekken, okay? But it's not that good. Oh, God. <laughs> I've right. never played a Kirby game, so. Nah, neither have I. I've never, I just don't <laughs> Smash. Let's and take... the bad, he had a bad Saturday morning cartoon at one point, too, with, like, King DDD or something. Oh, it shit. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I thought it, I, I was kind of creeped out. All right, let's take a quick break around the water cooler to discuss the games that we have been playing this week. Mike, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Celesta. Magister's Crown. All right. Uh, Sounds made up. Crown of the Magister, that's what it's called. Yeah, it's a D&D game. It's good. It takes all the rules from the from 5th edition. Yeah, it's good. I I don't I've gotten somewhat into the story. Um, I like how much it is like playing D&D, so I have a lot of fun with it, and I would suggest if you like Divinity Original Sin, and if you're excited for Baldur's Gate 3, you should check out Celesta, because it's a good game to play while you wait for Baldur's Gate 3 to finish. Wow, it, yeah, it really does look similar. Good, is, so that is that what you've been diving into the whole time? That's what I've been... Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I've played some Destiny 2 with Josh. Let's let's not say that I haven't. I've gotten to listen to him mauled at, you know, <laughs> Crucible. Um, and I played some Divinity 2, which led me to playing oh, mostly okay. Celesta. So. Good. Paul, what about you? Yeah, uh, I, won't, uh, I won't belabor here because I don't have anything too exciting uh, in the interest of keeping it keeping it brief but uh yeah i just uh, worked at hades a little bit more i'm uh, still kind of working my way through that which is fun i definitely got into some fortnite again i logged on and accidentally like got all the superman stuff which was pretty cool i didn't even earn it so that Ooh. was pretty rad um <laughs> i started Oops, doing it I didn't, superman. Fin- I didn't finish it and then i got some shit so pretty cool uh i was like bragging to my my nephew and he's like yeah i had it like two weeks ago though so get good um <laughs> Anyway, and uh, yeah, and also I tried playing um, the Marvel open world game that came out uh, that we were talking about. Future oh, Revolution. the mobile game. Uh, yeah, God, uh, fucking trash shit. I don't know. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of like, have you seen uh, Future Force? They have another game, I think, and it's basically yeah. like a top down kind of like press some buttons thing. Uh, but uh, Future Revolution is supposed to be kind of this like weird open world MMO style thing of that. Um, but it just doesn't work, and it's incredibly pay to win. And fuck net marble. So, <laughs> all right, Josh, what about you? 
So, you know, all these nice single player games I've been talking about me playing ever since I've really stopped playing WoW. Well, I picked WoW back up a little, but, you know, here and there, off and on, really wait until 9.1.5. I opted instead for, you know, another game that's really not much of a time sink, Destiny 2. <laughs> um, and I have only put in the past two weeks 52 hours into it. No big deal. Nothing crazy. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. That's all I've been playing. I've been obsessed with it. It's I've had a blast. It's just... To me, it's like, you know how people go in those like Minecraft two week benders where they'll, they'll just like dig out the entirety of like an entire seed of a world and then they'll just never play it again for the next six months. That's yep. kind of how I am with Destiny 2. I'm going to like plow through the fucking season. I'm going to play a shitload of Crucible with Mike and Fave and then I'm going to, you know, probably go play some Spider-Man, play some God of War, something like that. I, I, it just sucked me in and it's 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 so it's smooth as fucking butter. It's some of the best shooting mechanics in the damn genre right now and it's great a minecraft bender i like it <laughs> i remember uh when minecraft like first was coming out in beta i was in uh university with my my friends in our dorm uh and it was like a very you know like those old 70s 60s style like blocky ass buildings and uh we spent like i don't know a whole weekend playing it and uh, at one point I, we just came out to get food at some point and every building looked like minecraft all the grounds started looking like like voxels uh it was really <laughs> fucked up we were like we probably shouldn't have stayed up for three days playing oh minecraft God. yeah very nice uh i played ghost of tsushima finished the main story content for hey, hey, Matt. oh yes what have, what have you been playing this week? Oh, well, you know what? It's fun, <laughs> funny, kind of you. funny you should mention that. Um, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. What? Yeah. Wow. Have wow. you been playing the, the new content? I did. I finished the main story content for Iki Island. Uh, deja vu moment. Weird. Um, it's short, but it's it's pretty good. I, I definitely prefer like the main game story, but it's it's pretty good. It's a nice side story. Uh, now I just want to clear out Iki Island, do all that stuff. I should be able to do that this weekend, I think. But the game's just so beautiful, man. It's so fun to just jump back into to Ghost of Tsushima. But I'm glad it, it wasn't like a year between the main game and the, the new content for me because it would have been really hard to jump back in. Uh, the combat would just be difficult to pick right back up. I would be dying over and over again, I think, if if, if, it, had, if it had been that way. Also, my name is Matt, and I am a WoW addict. Uh, I did jump back into WoW this week. Uh, I mentioned wanting to play Genshin Impact at one point, but then I kind of just decided that if I'm going to play a game that's a massive time sink with a ton of systems layered on top, then I might as well just play WoW. <laughs> True, dude. So just play what I play what I know. Um, messed around with some alts. Played the new starting experience again. The Exiles, what is it called? Exiles, Exiles Reach. Reach. Yeah. Really well put together starting zone. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't want to go too much into an MMO right now because there are so many other games that I want to play and that just takes so much time. But we'll see. It's it's fun. I was playing a mage. You know, I haven't really ever played a, a ton of mage in WoW before. So maybe I can level it up a little bit, do some dungeons and stuff. That's always been my favorite way to level is just going through dungeons. So maybe I'll do some of that. But other than that, you know, didn't play uh, anything else really this week, but I do still have a desire to, at some point, get into Plague Tale Innocence. Hopefully after Ghost of Tsushima, uh, I can do that, especially now that we're getting into spooky season. It'll it'll be even... Hey, and the, spall, the, the fall Spider-Man run through. Yeah, I might I might have to do yep. that. It's it's I don't have to platinum it this time because I already did that, so I can just do the story stuff. So maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do that. But anyway, let's move on to... Audience questions. 
Every week, we address two or three audience questions, comments, or concerns. We take questions from our supporters over on Patreon at patreon.com slash goodnightgroofs. Leave your questions in the comments section of the previous episode's post. The $1 tier will get you access to question submissions. What is that? What's value? We also take <laughs> submissions at gamegroofs at gmail.com. <laughs> and in the YouTube comments, but we our patrons will always receive priority. The first question comes from Benedict Arnold. Goddamn, back from the I have a bad feeling about that guy. <laughs> what console exclusive games or franchises would you most like to see making a jump to other platforms? Now, if I were a big Xbox fan or I only owned an Xbox, today my answer might be uh, Marvel's Everything. Wolverine. But personally, right now, I think my answer is I would like to see this will. This obviously will never happen. This is just wishful dream world. But I want to see Mario on PlayStation and Xbox so that I would have, <laughs> I would pretty much have no reason to buy Nintendo consoles going forward then. So Nintendo would have to be fully bankrupt. Yes. yes. Um, and gone yep. for a year. Every person who was related to the family <laughs> yeah. would have to be somehow dead. Yes. Like Japan would have to basically be nuked um, again. Pretty much. Yeah. Now, I would never have <laughs> oh, to buy geez. a Nintendo. I would. I just mean like no one else has, so I feel like <laughs> oh, it should Jesus. be mentioned again. <laughs> I just, it's, for some reason, it didn't. It didn't. I'm hit not me right laughing. Away. All right. Um. Jesus Christ. Okay. I wouldn't have to buy another Nintendo console. Uh, another honorable mention. I would like to see Halo on PlayStation. I don't think oh. that that's completely out of the realm of possibility, but. That idea like makes me physically ill. Like <laughs> that's just that's just the Xbox blood in me, yeah. just like boiling up. Let's go to you now, Josh. I, I feel like Major Nelson would have to be dead in his grave. <laughs> yeah, actually, Major Nelson would probably be nuked. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was visiting Japan at the time. <laughs> oh my! Anyways, uh. So, oh god, I'm burping like a fucking bad man. The uh, <laughs> beer is uh, doing it. Um, so, hear me out. World of Warcraft on consoles? No, 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 no. Always. There, always. there are a no. few. There are a few always. mods that you or mods. Uh, Blizzard, don't ban me. A few add-ons you can install to actually like them. use a controller. They're uh, great. I play wow, them. and they work perfectly. They're amazing. Like, there's so many limited buttons now with WoW these days that you can make it work in just about any regard. Casters, it's fucky, but like melee, like it, it's you it have works like a fine. three button rotation. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like play a demon hunter, like I do. Like be an eight brain and you're yep, good. Don't sneaky, worry about yeah. it. Uh, I think that'd be a, a. I don't think it'll ever happen. But if Blizzard gets de desperate enough, um, maybe perhaps I think it'd be neat. Uh, I mean, Final Fantasy does it, and you've got a yeah. goddamn shitload of buttons from that. So you know. Yeah, if Final Fantasy can do it, then WoW can do it because, yeah, like you said, Final Fantasy, you have way more buttons than you do in WoW. I can't even imagine it. Stressful as hell. So it could, it could definitely work. I think it's too yeah. late at this point, Diablo, probably. Diablo 3 is on there. Why you know, put WoW? Yeah, I think it yeah. has like five buttons. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that clearly, <laughs> like, we'll make a game for con, like, uh, you know, change it for console. WoW right. is five buttons. Don't lie. <laughs> Mike, what about if you're you? Being, if you're feeling fancy, it's five buttons. 
wow is like two buttons because that's all you need to that's, fish. that's what i'm saying actually they should make a, a, they should make the full game but combat doesn't work and you can just oh fish. fuck that's which good. is kind of like how the real yeah. game is anyway <laughs> that would probably improve the game because combat sucks anyways yeah. yep. um, <laughs> these fuckers what uh what console exclusive games or franchises well i think we should uh you know go back to what we've been talking about for easily two months now let's get you know the xbox game pass on playstation or at least on switch i think that's at a good minimum on him, switch right that way you know playstation can get their halo and whatever else get their fix get gears of war on there i'm sure it would do fantastic i don't know this is an interesting question like a serious answer for this i don't know spider-man would be cool to have on my xbox but i can just play it on my playstation that's that's the issue is that like none well, of you, this... that's the issue is that you're fucking over here with right. a series x and a ps5 so nothing and a yes. pc so nothing is an issue for you <laughs> and, and a switch, switch. <laughs> and a switch. see i was and in a, that position and a, and a steam deck on the way yeah, I was yeah. in that position you last know what? generation. You know what? I got, I got it. I got, it. I got it. Give me Resident Evil Seven for my Vive on PC, Capcom, and stop making it PS4 VR exclusive. Thank That's a you. good one. That's a good one. Good answer. <laughs> right. Good answer. Oh. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, we'll right. say Grandma's room. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> Paul, what's your answer to this question? uh and the question is what is the most embarrassing place um no i <laughs> no my answer to the question i mean mike uh, touched on a second ago spider-man not just spider-man insomniac fucking spider-man at this point if you want spider-man in marvel's avengers which is not a sony game you have to fucking do it on playstation if you want the insomniac spider-man it's on playstation guarantee a fucking spider-man fucking goes to fortnite it'll have to be on playstation only or some shit spider-man is locked in to playstation at this point this was never the case before this is a new thing and they they've had the rights for a long time but you can play it on their fucking console you can't now uh i mean I, i'm look at me i'm gonna buy a ps5 i'm pretty sure you know sometime in the next year or two i will have one for sure uh for definitely for the next spider-man game but listen this is not a character that needs to be locked in i understand the insomniac games at least because that's they're owned by sony whatever whatever but the character give me a break Come on, release the character. Free Spider-Man. Yeah, free Spidey. Free my boy. Free my Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Paul. Hell free yeah. Dick. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. Next question. This one comes from Frank. It's oh, it's oh. not a joke, it's just made up guy named Frank. All right. I mean, so it's a it's still kind of a joke joke to be frank uh, hi frank the question is hi, what frank. is your favorite video game console peripheral matt take it away okay thank you wow yeah. okay sure so my answer is the old game shark on the game boy color oh wow uh, <laughs> all right brought me a lot of joy uh but it also betrayed me so maybe this should have been written in by benedict arnold uh before i knew uh, what the Game Shark was, I had a friend who used it during our link cable battles, and that allowed him to catch my Pokemon and take them from me. And <laughs> that started <laughs> that started a major fight. Eventually, I got my own Game Shark. I tried to trick him, but of course, he already knew what the Game Shark was. 
didn't work out, but I was able to uh, basically create the ultimate Pokemon with uh, with my Game Shark and uh, win some battles against him. I thought you were going to say that you thought it was like to use the Game Boy in the pool or something. No, and, and, no. and it fucked shit up. <laughs> no, but the Game Shark was great. It, it lets you just uh, do essentially whatever you wanted to do with your Game Boy games. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how that was allowed by Nintendo or how it worked exactly. I guess it was like rewriting code as you were playing the game, probably. Uh, really weird. Or like it went into like no clip modes. Like dev options kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, really know, strange. Like but I, um, Neat tool. Neat tool. What about, well, you, uh, what about you, Paul? So I had an answer, but I realized it's kind of a boring answer. So instead, I am going to go for the obvious best answer. The guitars from Guitar Hero. Mm. Fucking mm. love those things. Come on. Everyone tell me that they didn't spend a good two to three years being really obsessed with Guitar Hero from 2005 to 2008. Somewhere in there, you yep. spent at least a good couple months playing a lot of Guitar Hero. Uh, I was late to the game. I got in as Guitar Hero 3 came out. I bought Guitar Hero 2. As Guitar Hero 3 was coming out, I felt so behind but I loved it. It was a great time. I, I, there was a button seldom pressed by me as someone who was a, a medium uh, noob who had a lot of trouble with hard mode. I did, I did get it on some games, but I didn't want to have to move my arm a whole lot. But yeah, it, it was a great time. Really cool peripheral. I know there's lots of like cool stuff that came after Rock Band and everything, but I think Guitar Hero really came out and said like made it clear that this is stuff we can actually make, and it was so fun. And you know, other stuff just iterated on that. I always respected how cool it was, but I think I was like the only kid around our age at the time that just did not like guitar hero most of me i just don't like i never liked rhythm games i'm just part, mostly because i have no rhythm so that probably plays into <laughs> fair, it fair yeah uh so yeah i i never never liked guitar hero but i respected it and i so badly wished that i could have played it but i just i liked it, it so much that before i got the guitar for christmas i like played the, the demo on xbox with my controller and just pressed the face buttons to play the game because uh, I just loved the concept and the rhythm so much. Nice. So fun. So fun. Mike, I'm very curious to to hear what you're going to say for this one. So I'm going to go with a classic, the uh, DualSense controller for the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no, that's not my answer. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not at all. been a great answer. It's peripheral. Uh, it's not that great of an answer. Um... <laughs> I've been thinking about this question because I... My answer is going to be the Connect, just because I like it a lot and I still use it. You um, still use I, the Connect? Yeah. What do you do? Do you play um, like bowling, Just Dance? I play Just Dance. Nice. That's, um, well, that's a great use of the Connect. Exactly. Like it. It works very well. Um, I was kind of excited for the Xbox One Always On feature, where I could just be like, "Hey." Xbox turn on and then my <laughs> Xbox would turn on because uh, I, I thought that really was like that neat. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was convenient. Unfortunately, I, I, I always Xbox lived one with right roommates. after that. They got they got rid of that and I was so disappointed. Yeah. Unfortunately, I lived with roommates and I was in college and everyone knows that roommates in college are usually assholes. So my favorite was playing uh, either NCAA. Yeah, it was NCAA <laughs> football and. It had voice activation through the connect and you could say spike and your QB oh, would Jesus. spike the ball. So <laughs> my uh, my roommates would walk by and just say that. So then I had to turn off the connect. <laughs> wow. 
That's amazing. I didn't know it yeah. had that feature with NCAA that's, football. That's neat functionality, actually. Yeah. I do know oh, that yeah. there were features um, in the end in isolation in the NBA games. Oh, okay. Um, where um, if you would swear while you were playing, you'd get a technical foul. What? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that great that great thing with Alien Isolation where it could actually like read you moving in the room or hear you breathing or hear certain sounds and that would tip the alien off to where you were. Oh, Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I fucking um, love. Spooky. Yeah. There was another one. Uh, so like all of the things, w- when you get a notification, it pops up and it says, say open that and it'll open that thing. Well, I'll be in the middle of doing something and one of my friends will just be like, hey, Xbox, open that. And I'm like, no, Xbox, don't open that. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't very good so, at recognizing voice for one person. It, it, it didn't have it any vocal training. It wasn't, though, yeah. yeah, it wasn't for that. Only good if you are, are living alone. Xbox Connect. It's just it. <laughs> yeah. Well, or with, <laughs> with know, polite people, people who are considerate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Josh, what about you? We're going to go with the classic. Now, it's, 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 a, it's a PC, but we got to go with this mm. little bad boy here. The MMO mouse. Wow. Uh, the MMO mouse is my best friend. I've, ha- I've used one since like 2011 or some shit. I just love this damn thing. Not even just for MMOs either. Like, I've just found, like, when I'm playing, like, a shooter, like, let's say Destiny, just pressing one, two, three, like, it's just, like, at an instant, just just like that. And I've just gotten so used to using it. Now, I mean, you do have to have smaller thumbs for it, and I got small little hands, so uh, it works out pretty well for me. Uh, but if you if you got bigger hands, it probably ain't going to work too well, because there's Mike not a I lot of just space talk- to work with. Mike and I were just talking about this on the replay the other day, how we don't yep. like MMOs because our, our, our big-ass thumbs get in the I way. Fat thumbs. Yeah, I, got I remember y'all mentioned that. You're yeah. pressing one, two, and three, like all the same I, time. Listen, I've always wanted the dream of an MMOs, but I just it doesn't work for me. It is, uh, it's, 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 it's been the goat for me, but I can understand the uh, pain in the ass they could be if you got you know wide boy uh, interstate thumbs. I will say a small, quick. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm really interested. Um, are those nice? Am I uh, supposed to be insulted? I don't understand. The, thumbs of the north up here. Yeah. I, uh, I guess. <laughs> some maple syrup thumbs up here. Sticky thumbs. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I will say, honorable mention, because Mike and I both said that we were thinking of choosing, choosing this answer uh, to the Xbox chat pad. Uh, with the full keyboard that you can plug into the oh yeah oh, oh wow yeah that shit is fucking I'll, I'll i'll say i'll i'll take a, a josh term here goaded boys it's so good i love that fucking thing um i could finally like respond when some like fucking 12 year old told me to get good i could like really write an essay about how he's like a horrible <laughs> little piece of shit whose parents don't love him <laughs> that really made it possible and i'm really happy for <laughs> Oh shit! Plus, <laughs> when there was no headphone jack on the original Xbox One controller, this had a headphone jack on it too. Yep, pretty cool. Mm, okay, very nice. Yep, must have accessory. Shout out to to Duck Hunt, a home was, home light yeah. gun game in 1984. Say, yeah, Insane. How did that fucking yeah. work? I have no idea. It didn't. That's the answer. It well, didn't work. And it felt like it, it really worked. worked. It felt like it. It, it, it felt like it did when it did. Sure, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I, I think I got it, right? But then like, you don't, your brain filters out the hundred other times it didn't work. <laughs> well, I liked it. It did function. Did you have one? I had it, yeah, yeah. Oh, now I feel bad. I, should, I, I, mean, had the, I had the cartridge that had Super Mario and Duck Hunt. That is awesome. Love that. Yeah. Now Paul over here just shitting on your hopes and dreams. I mean, listen, like, it's, I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm just saying it wasn't sophisticated. It is all. 
Paul's got to shit on Duck Hunt, and you had to shit on Borderlands. We're we're fine. This that's is, true. Yeah, this is how it goes. We got we got to drop loads on something. I suppose that's it. Sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, usually the, the toilet probably is a good spot to leave those. Phoenix. All right. Speaking of which, uh, we're moving on to Bang Mary Kill Video Game Edition. <laughs> in, what a segue. In, is that what the M stands for? Speaking of loads. <laughs> in BMK Video Game Edition, each groove is assigned another groove prior to recording. That groove must... And then they have to get married. No. Uh, okay. that, <laughs> that they groove, just have to bang. Yeah. <laughs> or kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> that, that groove must then create B- BMK. Choose your your groove. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's possible. That that groove must oh, holy shit. create a list of three games, franchises, developers, publishers, etc. For the, for the assigned groove, the list is presented live during recording, and then the fellow groove must decide which of the options they're gonna bang, marry, or kill. Here's here's the key. Bang, you get one night with this choice. You get one lovely night with this choice. Mary, you gotta engage with this choice daily. Okay, not that that's a bad thing. It's not. It's it has not, to be a good marriage, it, it's not a, just a sham marriage. It's okay? not a. It's not a. You have to engage daily. It's. A, it's a. You get the opportunity. You. Yeah. You. You are lucky enough. You're lucky to enough. Right. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Kill, especially you, with my picks that I gave Josh last time. With kill, uh, you never get to engage with this choice ever, including future releases. So this week, our parameters were multiplayer games. Okay, we were only doing multiplayer games. This week, Paul and I are partnered up. And Mike and Josh are partnered up. So first, let's let's start with Josh's games that he has for Mike. Oh no! So Mike Mike uh, gave me some really good selections last time. Spoiler alert: if you didn't watch that episode, they were actually dog shit. Um, so Mike, here here's your here's your bang Mary kill options. Among Us, yeah. Fall Guys, Uno. Okay. Oh, we're killing Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Uno can go away. Uh, probably marry Among Us and bang Fall Guys. This well, was easy, Josh. What are you on. doing? Jesus. Come on. I really like Among Us just because you don't. Look, I, I'm just I'm just doing everything I can to, to talk about how shit Among Us is. <laughs> I really like Among Us. Fall Guys is okay. Like, I mean, it's not like I've touched it since it came out, so I have to spend one day playing it fine. Uno is a travesty and should be sent to pasture. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I love playing it. I love playing it with the boys, but like, that is not a good game and I don't want to play it every day. I'm so disappointed. Josh, you got reverse Uno, dude. (laughs) Dog, I did. It never works out for me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, now we'll go with we'll go with mine for Paul. Okay. All right, Paul. Fun Orb, Mini Golf, Minecraft, and Sea of Thieves. Yeah, this is an easy one for me. I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and. Uh, I said it was easy. Give me one sec. <laughs> um, so while uh, while he's thinking, a, a quick insight. Fun Orb yeah. was a site that was run by Jagex that had like a bunch of like flash games so on we- it. So mini golf actually wasn't on there. Uh, Arcanist oh. was on there. Um, actually, um, mini golf was on Playray, which then became Playforia. Uh, oh, uh, it, was an, it was an EU website. Uh, okay, and, Playforia uh, mini golf then. Yes, Fun Orb actually hosted, which was Jagex, and that hosted that game Arcanist, which is kind of worms but with wizards, and that was a really fucking fun game. Um, but yeah, 
the mini golf game was really great. Uh, the balls, it was super 2D, like flat, and the balls had collisions. So I, me and Matt and our other friend would play, and I'd just fuck everyone over once I lost enough. Uh, I just start smacking their balls into the wrong spots. It was so uh, fun. Context is everything. And it was user created uh, uh user created courses. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh perfect cash game to do a little chat with your friends. Uh I will go ahead and kill Minecraft. I'm done with it. Uh I don't need to play it again. Uh I'll go ahead and uh, weird choice, I'll tell you. You think I'm like a Minecraft lover? Uh, I'll give you uh all bang sea of thieves, all I'll marry mini golf. I love that game interesting shout out to mini golf it's a classic and you can't play it anymore it's gone it was on java it was on playforia they shut the site down it's gone forever my uh, man's I a saw, widow <laughs> i saw someone yeah i am i saw someone so i'm hoping that if i say i'll marry it it'll come back to life maybe i don't think that's how marriage works um i'll also tell a lot of widow, widows would feel that way um also i will i will tell you um <laughs> i also picked this guy's dead wife um and i will uh I'll say there's actually I found some people making like a GitHub and trying to bring the game back as a, it's its own executable. So uh, it feels like it's probably going to be spyware, but I follow the project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do hope it, it comes back. It's probably not, but it was so fun. It was so fun. It's fun. Mike, Welcome. your choices for Josh. Mm. Oh, yes. All right. So last time I picked um, some of your least favorite games for you to choose from um, this week. I am choosing some of your favorite franchises. Ooh, How beautiful. All right. How beautiful. All right. So we got Halo 5. Oh. Uh-oh. Call of Duty World at War. Oh, my God. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> okay. Well, one of those games I fortunately <laughs> liked, thankfully, even though they were all demonstrably fucking terrible. You have to play uh, the multiplayer versions of these, by the way. Okay, so um, <laughs> let's see. So we got Halo 5, uh, Call of Duty World at War, and uh, Battlefield Hardline. All right, perfect. We are marrying Battlefield Hardline, because at the end of the day, it is a Battlefield game, and while it wasn't the best Battlefield game, it still felt like it's a fun a Battlefield, Battlefield game. game. I just, really I, it, it got the job done for me in a, in a bad way, like a, <laughs> like a one-armed man. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> so, this is the hard part. Which one am I banging and which one am I like just taking out the pasture? Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? Everyone really hyped up World at War. I fucking hated that game. Or take it out the pasture, put two in the back of the head, bada boom, it's done. Halo 5, whatever. I'll have a little God, bit of you. God, you got to spend you. a whole night in Halo 5. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I'll, uh, <laughs> it can get my graph hammer. I'll take its Warthog. It'll be fine. Um, and we'll have a we'll have a good uh, night together uh, in Valhalla. It'll be fun. Uh, so right. yeah, <laughs> very nice. Paul, your picks for moi. All right, all right. I got uh, World of Warcraft. Um, I'm coming in strong with uh, Call of Duty franchise. I'm coming out yeah. with the franchise. Okay. Uh, and also I'm coming in with uh, Sea of Thieves. Ooh. Okay. Um. I think I am going to marry World of Warcraft. All right, I'm, I'm, we're, now, now we got the suspense. We all knew what was coming. You, you, you might be sexually assaulted in the marriage. It's true. That's, That's... keep in mind. There might. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with that when that. Well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I think I'm gonna have to kill Call of Duty mostly because it's something that I just sort of over the last year got back into. So. 
I think I'm just going to kill that. Sea of Thieves, I know. I know I'm always going to be able to have fun in it. Call of Duty, I think it's going to be hit and miss, you know, some years. So I'm going to kill Call of Duty. I'm going to have a good, a good, a good single night with Sea of Thieves. And, and, uh, yeah. I'll, and I'll, and I'll leave it with that. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. A lot of rum. Thought, uh, a lot of rum that night. Yeah, a lot make of those rum. Dunies a grog. Down. Yeah, a grog. A lot of grog. All right, guys. New segment to finish it off. The segment is called News Bites. Each panelist is going to shine some light on a small piece of gaming news from the past week that might have, that might not, sorry, have gotten the attention it deserved. Now I'll go first. Mine is that Far Cry 3 right now is free on the Ubisoft store this week. Amazing game. Go grab it. And uh, totally worth, I mean, it's free, so totally worth it. It's kind of the game that started the new trend of what Far Cry became. So if you don't like that, then don't grab it. But if you do like the Far Cry games, it probably still has the best villain in a Far Cry game. Voss is awesome. Super well voice acted. He's just like, the vibes that he has are like, creepy and he's just like this weird dude who you know like something is very off about him um the jungle setting is really cool yeah go go uh, go pick it up it's free Paul, what's your news bite news bite you know i had trouble thinking of a news bite that wasn't the popular news because we've been talking about you know lots of different news i will just say i know it's not something no one talked about but i think it is going to get overshadowed this week so i just want to have a quick moment to reflect once again upon player unknown's prologue a uh, little teaser talk he did yeah. um i think prologue looks awesome i mean looks is wrong to say sounds awesome uh, I think what they're promising, you know, uh, is a lot. And I'm not, you know, definitely like sitting in this hype bubble where I think it's going to definitely deliver in this crazy way. But I will say, you know, I mean, obviously PUBG uh, delivered on kind of creating a new franchise and a new, or so like a new genre. And so I think Prologue, you know, even if they just use it in survival right now, or even if the game itself is just a tech demo for new technology that's going to allow for bigger open worlds and, and uh, bigger spaces, I think that technology is really exciting and I'm looking forward to trying it out when it comes, when it comes time. Very nice. Mike. Nice. Um, my news is that this Friday, so tomorrow, uh, there's a Guild Wars 2 stream. Uh, they will be showing off the fishing, the new mechanic mm. being added to the expansion for end of dragons. Um, and hopefully We'll get another teaser for the next Elite Specialization that they'll show off. And if it's Elementalist with a hammer, I'm going to be really sad and I'll probably be crying in my room um, <laughs> because they will once again miss the point of fixing my class. <laughs> Josh, what's your news bite? Uh, so we all know the 9.1.5 stuff that's swirling about, yada yada. But the, one of the little things I think that went under the radar is the fact that Orgrimmar and Stormwind are going to have like active weather systems now, which is going to be fucking cool. Anything that adds a little variety to the world that we all love, perfect. Great. Do it. It makes it feel more living and gives it a little more breath. I'm down with that. I love that you picked that. Video game weather, obviously, we, we all know is a huge thing that i love so I'm, I'm hyped about that all right thank you all so much for joining us here on the game groups podcast the all-encompassing gaming podcast from the good night groups that's us now if you really like the show we encourage you to check out our patreon at patreon.com slash where we currently have three different tiers available 
Any and all support is greatly appreciated. We'll go a long way in improving everything here at the Goodnight Grooves. The $3 plus tier will get you access to this show, this very show, oh. two days early. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> Value. That's valuable. <laughs> a special shout out to all of our patrons currently supporting us in the $5 plus tier. Ishmael S and Rachel S, a round of applause. Round of applause. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Uh, Matt, 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 can I can I ask you something? You can. When you, were you just talking about a Fabergé egg? Excuse because me. a priceless Fabergé egg? Because, because honestly, what you're talking about right now sounds like it's very valuable. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Very valuable. As valuable as a Fabergé egg. Maybe if we get enough uh, Patreons, if you give us enough money on Patreon, we will give you a Fabergé egg. <laughs> we also ask that you take we a won't. couple minutes to drop a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts or leave a like and comment on the YouTube video. Everything helps. Make sure to check out goodnightgroups.com for all of our content where you'll find the blog, GG Replay, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday news show, this, this podcast, and more coming soon. Guys, any last thoughts? Don't spay and neuter your pets. Let them fucking repopulate like wild animals. <laughs> That'll do it okay. for us here today. Gentlemen, thank Free you. Free the for, red rocket. Thank you for joining me. Uh, take care, everyone.